Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, April the 5th, 2018. Welcome back to another Technical Alpha podcast. Let me tell you, there's no... Rex, please. Let me, let me, let me tell you, there is nothing quite like feeling like you haven't slept in five days despite the fact that you had a perfectly good night's sleep. Virtually nothing wrong with the amount of hours or anything, but you wake up and it just feels like you never slept at all, and then the rest of the rest of the day you are in a fog. But hey, sometime maybe maybe this is my body preparing me for for fatherhood. Maybe this is just every day as a father. You're just especially with with a toddler. You're just dead all the time. You you never sleep, or you at least feel like you never sleep. Maybe that's the. Uh, Maybe that's my body preparing me now. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like since I'm definitely still years away from that happening, uh, my body could fuck right off and just actually allow me to sleep. <laughs> Would be great, Mister Black. I see. I haven't I haven't changed the camera over yet. So your wardrobe changes have gone unnoticed. Are we Are we settled in? Are we Do we, do we have? We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> All right. We're good. Okay. All right. Let me just change on over here. <laughs> There it is. Uh, patch notes. What do I want the patch notes to be this week? I'm going to make it... Um, I'm going to make the patch notes this week. Mm. Uh, People even look at that shit. No. No. <laughs> that's why I stopped doing it. You stop can put in something it. random that's and why it's I've been not do- Dude, I've been doing that for weeks. Oh, okay. complete complete nonsense has gone in there for weeks now, like many 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 weeks, months in fact, many months. Uh, but yeah, I like to I like to try and at least put something stupid in there. Because originally it was people on YouTube were like, I can't possibly comb through all of this video and find what's happening. And then Stuka started doing all the timestamps, and the patch notes became obsolete. Uh, but also, I just stopped caring, so I just started putting nonsense in there, and and it's just become its own uh, its own thing. <laughs> Uh, how are you doing today, Mr. Black? I'm all right. Yeah? Doing all right. Yeah? Nothing special? Uh, nah, well, I mean, I got my car back today, and, uh, finally got the carbon fiber piece that got, uh, dinged up when I got rear-ended last year, and that finally got replaced, so it's back to its glory, um, and, uh, I got, uh, carbon fiber air boxes put in and stuff, so I was out putzing around. That's pretty much it. Then came home, and then there was all the McGregor drama, so I was kind of getting up on that. And then it's been sitting here on the computer for the last 20 minutes waiting for this. The dream. Yep. The dream. Yeah, that was uh, interesting UFC today news with the, the McGregor nonsense. Quite something. Uh, I don't mm. even know what to make of that, in all honesty. Uh, like, all, all I could come up with in my mind was... Uh, Obviously, we've officially hit the point where McGregor has allowed his persona, his UFC persona, to actually physically become Conor McGregor, and now here we are. Because really, who the fuck rolls up 20 guys deep and and just, like, waltzes in and starts fucking shit up and throws a godforsaken, like, piece of, 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 of a barrier through the window of a bus full of people... Like, what the fuck 
Like what? <laughs> like the fuck? I don't understand. And and it's frustrating because it's not like McGregor was like a Macaulay Culkin come up as a kid actor and had you know whatever, and then all of a sudden money ruined him or whatever. We're talking about a dude who literally was like homeless in adulthood. He wasn't a kid. He was homeless in, in adulthood. So he had already like we've we've been, we've we skipped all of the the uh, the pitfalls of the Justin Bieberdom. We've we've gotten past all that. He busts his ass to become a fighter, which is definitely different, regardless of how famous you are, than being like a singer. Uh, a lot more physicality involved in in being a UFC fighter, and you have to have like a, a certain head for it. Gets in, dominates, makes. Stupid money fighting a 55,000-year-old dinosaur in the boxing ring getting his shit pumped. And then all of a sudden, right before he could be on his comeback and, like, the hype train keeps going, he shows up, not by himself, like a weird WWE shoot in the back with, like, you know, Kane going out (laughs) and throwing Rey Mysterio into the side of a fucking trailer. He just comes up with, like, 20, 30 dudes (laughs) and starts fucking shit up. Why? Why? I mean, seriously. And then he goes on Twitter. He's like, you know, like he has to type in his Irish isms. He can't just fucking like type normally. Fook and and fucking how many friggin apostrophes he can squeeze into a single word as as humanly possible. He's like, you're going to you're you're going to fook and do nothing. You're just going to keep going because you need my 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 shit. And so I'm going to go around and run around like a fuck boy and do whatever I want and ruin my my entire career. Because you know he's getting sued. Oh yeah, there oh, were yeah. there were so there were as many cameras that recorded that shit as his last fight. <laughs> that that is getting hit by every angle, every yeah. piece of audio that could possibly ever be required in video. He is going to get <laughs> reamed in oh, yeah. that fucking courtroom, and all the oh, shit yeah. that he busted his ass for. It's just going to get dragged out of him in a godforsaken court. For what? I still don't know. What do you think the motive behind this was other than cocaine is a hell of a drug? What the no. fuck was going through his mind? Well, what happened was is his buddy Artem, who is like super loyal with him, um, he was fighting. He's fighting on the card or was now. Was, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was fighting on the card and uh, Khabib, who is fighting Max Holloway for the belt, um, has a rivalry with Connor. Um, and, and his, his entourage, like the people sort of in his camp, it's like camp versus camp type thing. And Connor wasn't in the, uh, wasn't in the city, wasn't, he wasn't in Brooklyn or anything like that. Uh, probably out in Vegas or in California or some shit. And yesterday, um, Artem, who once again is Connor's buddy, got rolled up on by Khabib and his posse. And Khabib basically went up to him, put his put his hand on sort of his neck and kind of talked to him like, like kind of sunned him, like was, you know, intimidated him, kind of was, I don't know what was said, um, gave him one of those like little cheeky slaps on the on the face, like not like an actual bitch slap, but like, you know, come was on. This like, the fucking, was this the Italian mafia? Like what the hell? Uh, like, essentially, I mean, you know, uh, pr- I'm pretty make much. make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> pretty much, right? The Russian mob. <laughs> so, uh. So anyway, they they had he had a stern talking, and um and Artem Artem didn't do anything because it was just like him and one other guy, and there was like Khabib and his team, and uh and then you know Connor got got wind of this obviously, 
and nothing major really happened. It was just it was just like a stern talking. Like it was there was no there there was no, there was nothing crazy. Not, there was no fist being. Thrown it was probably it was probably like. It, a line was crossed, but but nothing yeah. was yeah, yeah, like not, he shouldn't have done. It. it shouldn't have happened, shouldn't, but yeah, it whatever. wasn't. It wasn't like he literally just got Tupac'd in the middle of the fucking Vegas yeah, Strip. Yeah, yeah. Shit wasn't yeah. that real. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so Connor flew in, uh, took his jet, flew in, and uh, pack, and so pack up the jet boys. We're pack going. up the jet boys and bring the twenty goons. We're going in. But basically, so. Uh, Conor McGregor has um, this whole thing called the Mac Life where he documents everything he does all the time. And there was two guys from the Mac Life that were actually there um, recording with Artem because Artem's part of McGregor's camp. Right. So they're in there recording and shit. So um, Conor talked to the, the Mac Life guys and went to the back of the stadium or whatever and the Mac guys snuck them in, basically opened the doors and let in Connor and his goons. That's how he got in. And they, ah. they made it so that uh, they let him in as all the UFC fighters were doing their media for the day, and they were loading up on buses to get ready to go back to the hotel. So Connor and his goons came in just as everybody was out. Khabib was on the bus. They were mouthing off at each other. That was when Connor picked up. Uh, I think it was like a garbage can threw at the front windshield. It was a, and then, it was a piece and then of picked up. Oh, no, oh there's no. two things. There, oh, there's three. Oh, so, three. Oh, okay. Yeah, he threw he threw something. It smashed the front windshield. Okay. Uh, everybody was like, you know, close, get us out of here, get us out of here. And they were, people were scared because there was like 20 guys which looked to be trying to get on a bus. They didn't even know it was Connor at, at the beginning. And um, and then they realized it was Connor when he ran across the front of the bus. Like, what the fuck? That's Connor McGregor. And then... <laughs> He grabbed he grabbed like one of those bike uh, bike racks like uh, those big metal things. Tried to throw it, but um, one of the guys that works at UFC stopped it. Ended With up his breaking face? his knuckles. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the 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 guy, one of the security guys, like broke his knuckles or some yeah, shit yeah. off the bar. And then Connor ran, uh, grabbed a metal dolly, and then threw it through a windshield of uh, or not the windshield, but a like a side like a side window. window. Yeah, smashed the side window. Uh, glass hits. Um, uh, one of the UFC fighters, he gets cut up all in his face, and uh, and then everybody's going crazy, and you know Khabib's team's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you're fucking dead, and uh, people are like, call the ambulance, you know, blah blah blah, you know, this everybody's going crazy, oh and my God. Uh, and then Connor gets kicked out and 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 peels off, and then there's like a warrant for his arrest, uh, his jet is not allowed to leave. Um, all kinds of fuckery going on. He's just an idiot. Like I don't, just, I don't know what would. What the fuck uh, I mean, what, what? Well, he's not thinking. Uh, you know, he. I think he's upset that, for one, what happened to his boy. Understandably so, but you don't do this. Like, and even if he was trying to hype up a potential fight with Khabib, uh, which everybody knows he's scared to fight Khabib because Khabib would kill him. Um, he, he. I think what it is, he's been out of the spotlight. He's losing some of his. Uh, some of some of his fame, so to speak, or his relevancy, because he's been he hasn't fought in over 500 days. He's never defended a belt ever. He's had four belts in total, two in the UFC and like two in another um, organization. He's never ever defended a belt ever. People are giving him a bad time. He's out there making Burger King commercials, and uh, and so I think he went in to make a scene. 
And then and then I think one he probably saw Khabib and his team and they're melting off. He probably just lost control. And what probably was going to be a publicity thing to kind of steal some of the thunder, create some hype, uh, turn into, you know, criminal shit. Dumbass shit. Women are on the bus. Half of the roster for the UFC was on the bus for the fight in, in two uh, two nights from now. So, you know, you put the, the card uh, uh, in jeopardy. Uh, you, you just It's just dumb. It, it's just, it, it was just dumb. So, anyway, I've been, I've been uh, he's gonna entertaining get, myself with all the drama. He's going to get so fucked in the ass in the courtroom, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, and yeah. some judge is looking for it too because he's a smack talker, big mouth, right? So like, and that's oh, yeah. all. That's what he's known for. So some judge who just doesn't give a fuck about the UFC or whatever kind of like shenanigan, you know, persona he's been putting on there. He no time for it. Is going to catch wind if it's a female judge. Now he's double fucked. Yep. And there, he's just going to lose. He's going to lose a lot of the money that he uh, he earned with relative ease in the ring with. Uh, with Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather. <laughs> mm-hmm. so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it'll be interesting. In the next, uh, next. Uh, does he ever fight in the UFC hours. again? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Artem won't, but Artem's fight got canceled. Um, Dana just took Dana's super pissed. He did like a seven minute interview. He I saw fucking, that sitting out back or whatever. Like, oh, he's uh, extra salt. He's extra salty. Can you blame him for no? I, I mean, the pay per view is probably going to sell more now. Uh, the, I for, guess for this Saturday. I mean, it's going to be it's such a good card, man. Holy shit. It legitimately sound. I'm not joking. When I heard this and I saw the video, I thought I was watching a fucking WWE shoot. Like it looked yeah. like a backstage. How many times have we seen somebody throw like some shit at a bus or a limousine or like somebody's getting put through a window or some shit out back and it's like, oh God, we're in the middle of the match and holy shit, look what's going on back here. And all of a sudden, Conor McGregor fucking like runs across. It's Conor McGregor. It's Conor McGregor. He's got a chair. He's got a chair. He's got a chair. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. It went through the windshield. He broke him in half. Like that's yeah. is basically what I felt like I was except watching. That it, except that it was real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> except that it was real. We watched yeah. someone go full retard, and now and now he's gonna lose a shit ton of money. He's gonna be fined up the waz. Oh probably gonna get God. suspended. And uh, you know, but if he ever gets the balls to fight Khabib at uh, Madison Square Garden come uh, November, it's gonna sell two million pay per views, and it'll be fucking nuts. I mean, just the fu- the 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 rivalry will be thick. Is Khabib really going to dummy him? Oh, yeah. Dummy him. Any particular reason why Khabib dummies him other than just saying he's flat out better? Like, is there some reason why he's... Because uh, Khabib, Khabib is... Uh, he's just a wrestling god. Ah. Like, he, 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 he ground and pounds everybody. He's 25-0. and 0. Uh, He's just... He's, so he's, he's going to get rid of Connor's stand-up and then just beat the shit out of him on the ground? Yeah, he's going to take him down. He's oh, going to okay. take him down and wear him down. And Connor's, Connor's got... Connor's got a puncher's like I wouldn't I wouldn't say a puncher's chance because Connor's a great fighter. Connor can knock him out for sure. Yeah, but Khabib isn't stupid and he's going to take him down. He's going to wear him down and and Connor has always been a three round fighter and Khabib will grind you five rounds and kill you. Like it's it's just you know he, he as a kid he used to wrestle bears, straight up. This guy wouldn't uh, happen to be Russian. He is Russian. Okay, well, there you go. And, and, uh, so that and, last and he, sentence in any other context makes no sense, but all you have to do is say he's Russian, and all of a sudden, wrestling bears suddenly makes sense. 
Yeah, and he was like born in like the mountains of like some place, and he's just fu- all he, he's is never he, lost. Is this Ivan Drago? Are we gonna get like a fucking remember like Rocky I, training montage? Dude, remember, remember, when, remember when you're like the mob and you're like some stern talking? That's yeah, that's, that's literally what it was. that's literally what it was. It was like you know he's like. He, you listen here, all right? <laughs> you don't fucking pull that shit, motherfucker. And Artem's like, yes, sir, yes, sir. So what was, and then Connor Ar- was like, this fucking guy. So did he actually do, Artem is his name? Artem? Yeah, Okay, Artem. so did he actually do something to warrant this in any way, or was this completely random? I think they're just mouthing each other off, uh, oh, like okay. in the halls and shit. They, there's just, just beef between the two camps, so. Uh, oh but yeah, God. I mean, Khabib is, Khabib is crazy. He's going to win a belt this weekend. Um, likely, I mean, he's fighting Max Holloway, who's also a belt holder, but he's on a six day notice because the guy could be was supposed to fight Tony Ferguson, got injured, uh, at Fox, uh, tripped over a wire that like, you know, wires that, that you're taped on the ground, tripped on that. Oh, and, somebody uh, got fired three times for that and just got, well, uh, he's also, Ferguson's also an idiot. He's notorious for wearing sunglasses in everywhere he goes. <laughs> so, uh, so he you didn't know, see the, the wire. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. And uh, tripped and <laughs> blew out his knee completely. Need surgery. World class fighter gets taken out by a fucking wire on the ground because he's wearing sunglasses inside. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty good. Much so <laughs> pretty so good. Max Holloway comes in, saves the day. Uh, Connor was going to come in probably to watch the fight and create some hype, but uh, everybody knows he's he's afraid to fight Khabib. So um, who knows if the fight even if the fight even happens? Oh. They're trying to get it to be in Russia, but. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that would bold move, Cotton. You take that yeah. to, to, and Russia, Khabib, to Russia. And Khabib has never lost a round in in training ever. So like anybody, even heavyweights, uh, when they when they when they do rounds against each other, mm. he's never lost a round in the history of training. What's his ever. weight class? What is he at again? Uh, he he's fighting at one fifty five. I was going to say one fifty five because that's where Connor was last, right? Yeah, well, Connor is no, champion of 155 yeah, right now, yeah. but he's going to be stripped the moment uh, the the uh, you know the the bell goes off. He's interim, basically, right? Well, no, Tony Ferguson's interim. Con- uh, Connor is the actual champion, oh, but Connor right. hasn't fought in over 500 days, so he's being stripped oh, uh, yes. because he just refuses to fight. So um, he's being stripped, and Max and Khabib are fighting for the actual belt. The likelihood is Khabib wins, and then Dana will try and get a fight, Khabib versus Connor for the biggest pay per view of all time. Man, but man, who knows? The UFC is such a hot mess. It's oh, it such a, mess. a hot mess. Just yeah. like I can't. I I I'm surprised Dana hasn't like had a heart attack or some shit yet. Honest to God, can you imagine just trying to be a part of the madness behind the scenes? Like, that's the stuff that comes out to the public. Can you imagine just the shit that doesn't come out to the public? It just must be a gong show back yep. there. Absolutely. Uh, this show. weekend is going to be dope, man. It's got, we got a, like, one of the best UFC cards, the best UFC card in a long time. And I've uh, never heard anyone say that before, Jeff. I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody has ever said that this is the greatest UFC card of all time. And I've certainly I, never I heard say you of all say time. it. I didn't say of all time. I oh, said sorry. in a long in a long, time. Oh, in a long time. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not of all time, in a long time. Okay. So two two really dope title fights. Some Who's really fighting? good Rose is this is Rose this yeah, one? Yeah, Rose and uh Joanna Jajay uh You wanna get a new name is what I like to call her. Yeah, you wanna get a new name. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody so can pronounce your last uh, name. 
so they're they're fighting again, uh, which is gonna be dope. <laughs> There's all kinds of dope fights that are that are happening on this card. So yeah. and then WrestleMania is happening on Sunday, where Ronda Rousey is making her debut. So. I forgot WrestleMania is this weekend. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be a big one. Did you? Uh, we talked about it before, but uh, I know Ronda's going. But who gives a fuck about Ronda? That's gonna be a gong show. The dude, real the real thing is is the Undertaker. Everybody gives a everybody gives a fuck. But is the Undertaker Ronda, coming back to fight? Fuck about the Undertaker. If you're a wrestling fan, if, you, if you're a wrestling fan, you want to see Taker come ass. back. Well, Ronda Rousey's going to be terrible for sure. That's going to be that's going to be fun in the oh my god, what a shit show type type way. I want to see Taker come back so that you know he doesn't have to have his last fight be against that fuck boy. I'm sure he'll be there. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Hopefully, it's good. When WrestleMania is really good, it's a fucking awesome watch. When WrestleMania yeah. is bad, it is painful. Painful, well, because it's painful. also like five hours long, so you're exactly. just like, fuck my life. Exactly. Uh, in video game news, did you ever play Spyro when you were younger? Yeah. Okay. So Spyro, like the Crash Bandicoot thing, uh, where they did the remaster, they are completely, or they have, or they're in the midst of, completely rebuilding Spyro 1, 2, and 3 uh, currently. So it's not just like a remaster in the sense of polishing the graphics and sending it out the door like the crash bandicoot one they're completely uh rebuilding it uh from the ground up so uh lots of people uh my better half included are crazy hype for that shit uh i didn't i only played a handful of spyro uh, when i was younger because i didn't have a playstation one really uh cam had one and he had spyro uh so we played like a very small amount of it but i didn't play like a huge amount of it but it's Spyro. It's mm-hmm. it was definitely one of the one of the PlayStation's you know platformer mascots that stuck around. So I'm sure uh, I'm sure it will do quite well. Uh, they have to have uh, some amount of confidence in it to sell because it doesn't. It's not cheap to completely rebuild three old games no. from the ground up uh, yeah. and and ship that out. So uh, so that I think there's a big enough fan base for it. So it makes I would say sense. for sure. Makes sense. And there, there's definitely a bit of a of a. I mean, we've seen it for a while now. There's there's this endless want for old games to make comebacks. I I, I, I would play Spyro again, but as long as it was for the Nintendo Switch, which would be pretty cool. Mm, yeah, that's probably. Unfortunately, being a PlayStation exclusive, it's not going to happen. Probably yeah. not going to happen. I think it would be a cool handheld. Uh, it would experience. definitely translate really well to a, a handheld yeah, for sure because the graph yeah. the way graphics are now and mm. and and a remake it would just work really great i'm not sure i would spend 40 dollars on on the ps4 to sit down and play spyro um but a lot of people will so oh it's not playstation exclusive apparently it's also coming to the xbox all right so everything that isn't the handheld apparently but maybe it does make it to switch eventually you never know if it's all if it's not playstation exclusive then i have to assume then then maybe the switch is also in the works right uh and if that's the case then great it sounds like jeff's already lining up for it it's on the switch it's, it's I'm not going to be lined up for it, but you know, <laughs> if it's out and I'm feeling like a little bit of switch action, then okay, give her a go. I'll give her a go. <laughs> uh, the division devs, Massive Entertainment, I believe, is the name of of them. I don't know if it's just Massive or Massive Entertainment. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, rumors floating around that they're that they're considering doing a battle royale. 
Um, not that that should shock anyone that somebody would be considering doing Battle Royale. Uh, but we aren't sure yet, based on the information that uh, people have, as to whether or not it's going to be a, uh, a part of the Division 2, as in like a game mode, like a last man standing, or if they are working on an entirely separate <laughs> you know, property for a Battle Royale. Uh, Massive does good shit. So, um, it's not a company that a lot of people would think about off the top of their head. Like, if, when we sat down and we said, you know, who would you like to do a Battle Royale game? Ain't nobody out of the three of us came up with Massive <laughs> at all. And I don't think many other people would, because I don't think it's a company many people just think of. However, um, I would totally be, like, if you, if you did the Division third-person uh, mechanics with the cover mechanics and stuff that it has in a city thing like The Division and did a battle royale in, in that kind of environment, I think that'd be pretty dope. It would at least be different, a lot different, from PUBG and Fortnite. Um, and it's already built in a squad-based kind of way. Uh, so I'm, I think there's... I think, th I think there would be room for it in that, in that regard. Uh, for sure. I, I would at least be interested in it because it would be, again, more up my alley. Uh, I'm not a third-person fan, this, uh, in, necessarily, but um, having a tactical squad-based, more arcade simulation-y, you know, it's a Tom Clancy game, right? Having it in that environment, in an urban environment, you know, PUBG has in heavy, heavy quotation marks, urban environments. Uh, but to have it in like an honest to goodness one, I think that'd be pretty, I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, no, I'm not, not, not for uh, you. I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling the, the, the division PUBG style mm. battle Royale. I just, I, I don't think the whole cover system would translate well. It feels a little, um, I find that type of gameplay feels a little like um almost like runtime. It feels What do you mean by runtime? It, it feels um like it's hard to explain. It doesn't feel natural. Um I find covering sticky and yeah, like it doesn't feel like you've got full control almost. It feels like when you go to cover, something takes over. You know, it's like well, it, you're it, not well, actually. It definitely does because yeah, your two yeah, options. It, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just doesn't. Um, it's cool for a game like Gears of War, kind of that's been sort of cemented on it, and the gameplay is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And and you do feel like you're in more control than what you do in Division. It's it almost feels like because I played the Division, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that that works in the sense of um, almost like a Destiny like thing where you it, where it's like PVE. Yeah. Um there is PVP in there but it's it doesn't feel I find even the PVP doesn't feel very PVP-ish. It feels like you have the ability to shoot other people but there's there's still just the game going on around you. It doesn't feel like a true PVP, mm. which I don't think it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um and also I think what Ubisoft will end up trying to do is it will be a mode within the division mm -hmm. because they're not if they are going to make a battle royale in my opinion they're not going to create something that is going to literally kill the division mm -hmm. um, they've got a lot of money invested in the division they've got plans for it in the long term um unless they plan to just kind of axe it and then go with this battle royale mm -hmm. um 
format, which is possible, but I don't think they're going to kind of go the epic route with kind of dropping Paragon and saying, that's it, you know, we're going to go here and this is going to be your thing, because ultimately, really, epic, this is all they got. Yeah, sure, they've got, you know, Unreal and things, but come on, let's be real here. This this is this is the show. I mean, this is actually a game that is re-putting Epic on the map yeah. uh, other than their engine. Um, so for for Ubisoft, sure, they'd love to have a, a, a massive hit on their hands. But I think they're going to take that uh, Battle Royale thing and try and implement it in the division to sell more copies of the division and ultimately push uh, other agendas within the division and how how um, focused would they really be on the battle royale are they going to be able to create those updates be super open on twitter and and social media listen to the community uh, help out the streamers and push it the way that it needs to be pushed i don't think so that's me personally uh, a, a a game that i would love to see it that would actually sell copies uh, of the game and people would not only play the campaign, but they'd play the Battle Royale, and they would play online multiplayer, is Battlefield. If Battlefield comes out with a Battle Royale, Battlefield, Battle oh, Royale. Yeah, oh, no, we talked about that before. I, I mean, mean, that's the most obvious choice out of all of them. Maps right? are already huge. Yeah. They've got they've got uh, vehicles in there that you can that you can you know drive around in multiple people in tanks, uh, you know jeeps. You're driving around doing crazy shit. Uh, the the whole world, although you're not going to build like you do in Fortnite, it's destructible. So everything blows up. Everything can be walls can be ripped apart. You know, buildings can be. I mean, that is the battle royale you get excited for. Um, I think the division, if they are going to come out with the battle royale, I think it's going to be a cheap tactic to sell more of the division. People are going to play it. Realize it's probably not even going to be as good as PUBG, and uh, and it's not going to be as exciting as as Fortnite. Um, so ultimately, sure, I you know they can do it, and I'm sure they'll make money off it out of curiosity. I know I'd I'd pay for it, uh, just just to try it out. But I think that's all it'll be. I think that'll just be me trying it out. Might have a week or two on Twitch, and then everyone's gonna go, oh, you know what, Ninja plays Fortnite. Oh, you know what, uh, Shroud plays well, PUBG, and <laughs> and that's the show. I right? mean, yeah, that, I, just, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's always that's always what it's gonna be. I mean, within within. When it comes to when it comes to Twitch pushing any kind of genre, but I don't, but I don't see any new guys or old guys <clears throat> jumping ship to the division. I don't. I, I well, just don't no, see that. I don't, that I don't sort of see. I did, uh, yeah. I mean, I also. I also don't know how many people saw when PUBG was out suddenly jumping ship quickly away from PUBG. I mean, uh, I get it. I, I'm not saying it can't happen. I think yeah. if Battlefield came out or if Blizzard came out with with uh, with the battle royale, which is very possible. I, I can definitely see people jumping ship. I think and it actually, just needs to be fucking good because but I right, don't think uh, the division will be good. No, I, that, no, that's and, it, that's, right? that, and that's, that's fine. And that, yeah, yeah, and that's and that's fine. Just whatever, whatever comes yeah. up, you know, as long as it plays solid. Because here, th- that's the thing about the battle royale genre right, genre right now is that is that really the only ones that people are going to talk about are PUBG and Fortnite. Fortnite, right? I mean, you know, H one Z one or whatever exists, but no, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in that in that dichotomy, you've got they're and they're wildly different games. PUBG and mm-hmm. Fortnite are wildly mm-hmm. different. They're in the same genre, but they're wildly different. So um, the but beside that, the most the biggest differentiating factor is that is that PUBG runs like a pile of smashed assholes, 
and uh, Fortnite is actually a competently developed video game by uh, industry veterans, right? Yep. So uh, a lot of what, outside of the appeal of Fortnite being obviously skewed towards a younger audience visually in virtually every fucking way, which was smart by them, um, although it was kind of serendipitous because the original Fortnite wasn't supposed to be this anyway, it just kind of worked out that way, um, is that people, people will go play it because they're just tired of PUBG being broken. It's just it's so annoying. Like you, you you hop on and everything's just busted as fuck 24 think, hours a day, seven that, days a I week. I think that was the argument to make a month ago. I think now uh, enough people have tried out Fortnite and there is so much, dude, even uh, in this week of of UFC um, yeah. uh, Embedded, where they do the Embedded series throughout mm. the week. You can kind of see them train and stuff. Mm-hmm. Two different fighters mm-hmm. throughout the Embedded series playing Fortnite. Um, in oh, these I'm embedded, not, I'm not everybody. I'm not, ta- is, I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to downplay Fortnite here, but what I'm saying, what, what, because the, my greater point is that is that for people that really like, like, let's say it's people like me who really like PUBG, there are people yeah. in that category who have moved on to Fortnite in large part because PUBG yes. is just fucking broken. That's yeah. not the majority of people, but what I'm saying is to that regard. Or to that to that aspect of it is that when another player enters the battlefield, so to speak, mm-hmm. w- within the genre, the biggest the the biggest checkbox right now seems to be, does it run like shit? If not, I'm already really interested because the people that like battle royale seem to seem to be pretty open to playing different battle royales. Like there are mm-hmm. lots of people that play both PUBG and Fortnite. There are people that mm-hmm. play PUBG, Fortnite, and H1Z1. It's kind of one of those uh, genres where people will freely float around, especially since they differ with relative. I also think degrees. though, if a new if a new one comes out and it is competent, which I think it it will be, because it, at this point you would hope whatever developer comes out, <laughs> they're all basic. They're going to be uh, they're they're going to be good developers, right? Or you know, PUBG, you know, that's they're new, right? They they don't know what the fuck they're doing, um, but. If another one does come out, here's 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 the reality. What I think, anyway. Say if the division comes out, battlefield or battlefield comes out, right. or Blizzard comes out. We'll say Project X. One of these three uh, come out. Project X. Mm. You know who's you know who's going to suffer? PUBG. Uh, oh, Fortnite, oh, absolutely. Fortnite, if Fortnite no, uh, is gonna is and, gonna and keep again, crushing. And again, and PUBG Fortnite's will take its own more. thing. Yeah. PUBG. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is that is that when I say that, like PUBG yeah. is, I've already, I and many other people have already ascertained that PUBG will forever be a a no matter how much we love the game, a broken pile of horseshit. That's that's PUBG. Is it's a busted piece of crap developed by people that are shooting above their their weight class. They're mm-hmm. fucking outside of their uh, of their zone. Uh, and they're not hiring people that are within that wheelhouse, so it's never going to change. Every time they push an update, everyone knows it's going to be broken for at least three fucking days before anything works. Yep. Everything's just all the time. It's just bust as fuck. So, uh, yes, I 100% agree. There's not going to be that many people that are going to, you know, let's say jump ship from Fortnite. First of all, I don't think jumping ship will ever be a thing from Fortnite insofar as that the, people will try it out. People will try, it, try out. it out. But yeah. the the thing is, Fortnite the the building factor of Fortnite is you either like it and that's why you're playing Fortnite, or you yep. don't like it and that's why you're not playing Fortnite. And there's not really yep. going to be another battle royale game, I would imagine, that would 
yeah, use I that agree. mechanic, right? Yep. So in that regard, yeah, Fortnite's not going to suddenly hemorrhage. Yeah, it's not going to suddenly hemorrhage a whole bunch of shit. PUBG will get absolutely massacred if a game comes out with any kind oh, of yeah. competency whatsoever. Like just it'll be yeah. baseline. As long as they don't have building. As long as there's no building aspects. Yes. And and I think that'd yes. be stupid because at this point people are fighting for for number 2 and also I don't think there is a, a, a and, and Fortnite's just got it dominated, not only the Battle Royale space, but the building aspect of it as well. I don't think another company even wants to go down that route or even challenge uh, what Fortnite is doing because they don't need to. The clear fight right now, uh, the money fight, so to speak, uh, is, is against PUBG. And PUBG is weak right now. They're still super strong. They're still... Uh, relevant. They're still yeah, of doing its thing. It's not like PUBG's dead. No. But man, it took a fucking beating. And right now, it is on your doorstep begging uh, for you to call 911 <laughs> and somebody, somebody's either going to slam the door in its face and come out with a competent game or they're going to let PUBG get back up on its feet yeah. and remain number two and kind of be that thing that isn't Fortnite, which is totally fine. But um, obviously, the amount of money and hype and just the industry demand for a battle royale—it's huge. It's 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 beyond huge, huge. and and it's it, it's inevitable. Another company is going to come out with them, more than one, and uh, they're going to challenge for that number two spot. And, and PUBG better work on its problems now yeah before uh so so that people go you know what yeah PUBG was broken but now it's actually not that bad uh before another another one comes out because if blizzard comes out with one battlefield comes out with one hell if the division comes out with a competent game whoo uh PUBG's in trouble because here's here's the thing i don't know how many people realize is that i bet you if you looked at the stats the vast majority of people that play PUBG are still playing in third person it's the most popular mode that i've seen amongst the asian players <laughs> and which yep. means by proxy it's the most played mode so yep. so uh, uh, the division done well, and maybe, maybe I I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like with the division two, maybe the cover mechanics evolve where they where they kind of walk away from being hard stuck to something. Now, to be yeah. to be fair, I don't know when you played it. And I don't know if it's changed at all. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. I don't know. The cover mechanics in the division are from that perspective of like the sticking to a wall and moving from cover to cover. Probably the best I've ever had, like by miles. It's not even close. It puts Gears of War, it shits on Gears of War. Uh, I can look at an object 45, 50 feet away, and there's like a bus and like three walls and an old lady crossing the street, and I just fucking hold down uh, the button for like two hundredths of a second. It confirms it, and my guy takes an intelligent path between those two areas and hugs me up against that wall appropriately. I can decide to stay in cover and go around a corner with ease or stand up or get down and it all works. It just fucking works. And I haven't played in a game with cover mechanics like that uh, that actually works that well. So that was my, like my first gameplay takeaway from it. I agree that that doesn't necessarily um, work or, or uh, in my mind, I, I also can't see it working in a, in a battle royale yeah, it format. it translate in the same way. The battle, only, battle the only way, or the only reason why it kind of does in my mind is that if it is, if it does remain an urban environment, is that in a squad based scenario, 
Cover is going to be used 98% of the time anyway, and it's going to be about, uh, about grenade use and flanking and suppression regardless. It's not going to be people running through an open field, finding a tree, and like humping the ground while they're bandaging themselves to get an arm shot into somebody's head. Uh, yeah. It's going to be uh, more tactical because there's way too much cover. There's way you can't you can't just run up on a motherfucker when you're yeah. you know in in an apartment building or running down a street with cars everywhere and 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 places for people to hide. So like a part of me gets how it might it might work, but part of me would also feels like where the genre is right now, people like a, like the the fast paced nature of not having that mechanic. That doesn't mean that necessarily there isn't an audience for it, but the they bigger audience. Field. They need battlefield. That's what they need, man. Battle, I mean, and, or, it's just so they as just soon need as we saw that. PUBG. Somebody yeah. just needs to remake PUBG. Yes. And, and just not make exactly, it suck. Exactly, exactly. Like, I mean, it's a, that's exactly. the science. Well, you know, what, you, know what, you know what competent PUBG is? It's battlefield, but skewed further to the realism side. Because battlefield skews more arcade. Yeah. It used to skew more realism but Real. now it skews more yeah, arcadey more call of duty ish yeah, yeah so if you if you like met somewhere in the middle there uh that's ideal because you know think i mean the maps like you said are already fucking huge and there's bullet penetration i don't yeah. need to worry about the fact that i just went fully automatic with an ak-47 seven feet away from like a fucking spruce window frame that just blocked all of my bullets and a dude with like a fucking P92 just killed me because yep. the window frame blocked all of my bullets, yep. which doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, that that dramatically alters a, uh, a Battle Royale uh, landscape because... Uh, you get rid of campers way easier. You can't just sit in a fucking washroom with a shotgun anymore. Uh, you can't uh, you can't abuse your environment uh, for stupid advantage, uh, and that speeds it up even more. Because what you know the the thing that slows down PUBG outside of the map size uh, and the fact that a lot of people land in very populated zones and the, so the numbers get thinned out like right away, but you're still on this massive fucking map is the fact that people are capable of just sitting around. Yeah, waiting and waiting. Yeah. Uh, you and you know that- what? Ultimately, to, that's not a bad strategy to no, win. No, no, of game. course, it, it's annoying so, as fuck. Like I, like yeah. you walk into a room and there's a dude who hasn't touched a single item in the entire house, and he's closed every door, and he's sitting there with a double barrel shotgun. Yeah, and you turn the corner and he kills you. Yeah, I want to punch him in the throat, but at the same time, it's a legitimate strategy. You know, it's like it. It might be annoying and boring it just slows the gameplay but it slows so it down much and that's what's nice about Fortnite is you can't just hide yeah like you got to keep moving somebody will bust down your wall they'll blow up your house they'll build up on top of you there's just they they'll shoot your the the wall down yeah um you know in PUBG, there's none of that so it's it's just uh it's it's it it's is. for certain types of people that didn't yeah. realize um, they, that the game was slow until Fortnite. I mean, people kind of always knew, but it was it wasn't an, a, a major issue until they realized, holy shit, you know, a little bit of a faster paced um, environment would be nice. Like we're and we're not mm. talking Call of Duty, but just something to keep keep the stakes going here. We don't need this to be uh day Z where you see one person every 30 minutes yeah. and you know, and you die to that guy camping in the bathroom. Uh, you know, it's okay to die to a guy camping in a bathroom once in a while, but as long as it didn't take 30 minutes to get there or 20 minutes, not seeing anybody and going, really, did I just really to that guy? Fuck this. And that's annoying. 
Yeah, but. well, that's that's just it. It's kind of like the, a similar concept with with punishment for death in any game. You, you know, you, the developer has to figure out the you know the the time invested versus you know how you die and how fast you get back into the action. That's part of the problem with like PUBG. You could go for twenty minutes without seeing a single soul. You've mm-hmm. looted every building. You're you're looted out of your mind. But there's a dude who happens to be relatively okay with a car 98 or some shit, and he just rips your head off from like Dead. 250 meters away because he's, you know, intelligently, he's edging the circle and wa- waiting for people to come in, and you die, and then you've got to wait five to six minutes to get back into the game and then go through the looting process all over again. And so you have like this almost 15 minutes of downtime before any real action a lot of the, uh, a lot of the times, unless you're suicidal uh, or a god and you land school every single fucking game and then hope yeah. to God you make it out alive. Um, yeah, it, it has pacing problems. And, and a game like Battlefield with the right map size definitely helps that. And that's why you see PUBG with this savage, hashtag savage, word, the, I swear to God, PR, hire new people. But the, this map that they have, this four by four map, way smaller action is non-stop because you've got a hundred people in this tiny map now uh and it's by far i imagine going to be the most popular map in the game for that reason um where the loot is good there's uh uh cool building areas and stuff to make use of and uh and just being more competent and faster about things like looting people like you can't stand around very long because the motherfucker's going to kill you You've, you've got to keep moving, moving, moving. And I think it's going to probably dramatically change uh, people's views of uh, of how PUBG should be playing right now, or at least reinforce them. And then the devs going to decide, well, what do we do with these maps now? Because people already hate the desert map with the passion of a thousand burning suns. The original map, people don't mind all that much, but this new one's going to be popular, and we still don't have the option to choose a map to play on. So I don't know how... Like, they're going to have this super popular map, and maybe it's going to end up like when the desert map came out. People would just quit immediately. They got the map, Miramar. Yeah, like, fuck this, I'm out. They're gone. And then nope. if, you, if you're... If the person that just wants to, like, play the game, you're waiting around forever because you see people coming into the game and then leave, and then come into the game and leave. Come into the game until somebody found out a way to use an any file and edit the motherfucker so that you can't get that map in fucking matchmaking to skip it entirely because they refuse to add you know map selection. So anyway, 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 shit show, shit show. division. Um, Interesting. I haven't, we'll I haven't hated my time with the with division one. Division two get announced. Will it have a battle royale? I'm saying there's an 85 percent chance of that happening. Uh, and then we wait and see just how good it is. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Uh, we saw that at E3. You looked like, uh, you know, if I remember correctly, you were relatively interested in it because you it thought looked it, looked, cool. it looked pretty cool. So yeah. that got a release date. It's coming out in September. Um, I think it's like early September of this year. And uh, I think there's also <clears throat> also some gameplay some newer gameplay floating around that you uh if you if it suits your fancy you can take a look i think they were showing off some of the uh you know web slinging around the city for example and how that's going to look and uh and play and i i watched it looks pretty good yeah it looks pretty good it looks like a spider-man game but it looks like a a good spider-man game yeah it's not a not a game i run out and buy ever um but it does look it when i did see it i haven't seen the new clips but it did look like it was very fluent. It looked like it ran very well. 
Um, and it just looked like it was fun to shoot webs, um, which that's what you want in a Spider-Man game. <laughs> I mean, that's if, if doing show. that isn't fun in a Spider-Man game, that's fi- that's 50% of your game out the door already. Yep. So anyway, yeah, doesn't, looks doesn't look bad. Uh, so if it's September, I'm sure we're going to see a little bit more, uh, during E3, we'll probably get yep. an extended look. Somebody yep. will probably have like some 20 minute demo or something that we'll be able to see. Some like shitty skit. The, the, yeah, well, I don't think it will make the stage, but I think we'll see like, um, in like dev booths and stuff, people will have like a, uh, like a, a little run of it. We'll see more combat and, and shit. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox backwards compatibility is getting some sort of like major update here next week. Uh, they've been, they've been going hard on this backwards compatibility with Xbox 360 games and, uh, more recently, uh, original Xbox games. And they have a small handful of Xbox original games that uh, are on that list, but I guess that's the focus for this next update from what I've read. Um, and they're, they're doing this with the Xbox one X where they're, you know, the games are getting up resed, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, running smoother, playing better. Uh, pretty much all that stuff. So it's it's the same as the Xbox 360 games have been getting, uh, where by and large, they look better, they play better uh, to a degree, obviously. It's not like it's a yeah. brand new fucking game. But uh, but yeah, there's there's a, a slew of new ones coming. And I think it's cool. You know, it's 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 nice because I felt like we went, we went through an entire generation and a half of consoles where nobody gave a shit about backwards compatibility, whereas... Um, oh, you know, the, when we grew up, at least two of the generations on some of these consoles had some sort of backwards compatibility to a degree, or mm-hmm. at the very least, the Xbox 360 having backwards compatibility was a really big reason why people bought an Xbox 360, whereas PS3 only kept it for like the first yeah. six months. Yeah, I got one of those too, and they're they're pretty expensive, and they're sought after. And yeah, um, I got it's actually that's the one that's hooked up in my uh, bedroom. We Mm. use that as a Blu-ray player. Mm -hmm. If I want to pop on PS One game, PS Two, whatever DVD, just works. Popping in, it works, and it works flawlessly. Um, So it's so weird to me that they they stop that. It just doesn't like. I'm sure there must have been some sort. It must have been too costly. Whatever they were putting in there to make it work. Um, but, uh, it, it was They're rare, man. They're, they don't, you don't see a lot of them when they come up, like people, like if they are like on, what are they, what are they going Facebook. for right now? Have you seen um, one lately? They, they, yeah, I, I paid, I paid, uh, uh, what did I pay? 60 bucks for mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got it for, I, that, which is a steal, but it, because I, I bought say, a whole cheap. bunch of stuff from somebody, I bought mm. it his collection oh, okay. and uh, he threw that in for 60 bucks, but they usually go for about 180 to, Two hundred. I was gonna say two hundred bucks or something. Yeah, depending on the uh, the condition. Because yeah, you're getting um, so. a lot for that, right? You get a Blu-ray player, and it was and it for its entire lifespan, the Blu-ray player oh, in amazing. the PS3 was one I of use. the best, the one of the best Blu-ray players that that you could buy, yep. uh, with few exceptions that didn't cost like bajillions of dollars, like a hi-fi Blu-ray player. Yep. Uh, and then it had the early ones that backwards compatibility. That's big. People want yeah, like, huge. why wouldn't Value. you want that? Why would you, especially, especially if you're like, uh, if you're somebody that was part of that console family for generations previous, you've got all these games, the older consoles are maybe not play, you know, working as well as they, you know, used to because they're five to 10 plus years old and they've Mm -hmm. been played a lot, you know, so being able to plug it into your new console and just go, especially since it's all just disc based format shit anyway, 
was, yep. is, a, is a huge boon. So I, I really like the Xbox is doing it even better that it upscales like 4K and shit. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to see some of that stuff, I think Digital Foundry has done some uh, some work with it. And then I am pretty sure Giant Bomb um, uh, a handful of months back did a run through of some of the uh, first list of games that were backwards compatible from the original Xbox. Uh, to see how it all uh, works out, and it looked like it ran really well. Mm. So that was that was kind of that, that's that's cool. interesting, you know. I, um, it kind of makes me want to get uh, an Xbox One X. Not for the new um, games because they don't exist, but no, the old games. Fuck for the old games, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, it, it makes me. What I love so much about it, and and this summer, um, this I'm going to be summer. changing this back wall qu- quite a bit. So I'm mm. probably going to add a lot of games, but I'm also going to alphabet. Elf, alphabetized or whatever however you say oh, pay the, some uh, poor college student to do that shit don't drag your yeah, ass through yeah. that nah and uh <laughs> and, and all my consoles down there i'm going to start hooking them all up and i'm going to put a tv in the middle right right and right what i what i want to do what i love to be able to do is well i'm going to put my ps3 there mm. um that way i don't have to hook up a ps1 or a ps2 mm-hmm. and then with the xbox one if it's backwards compatible i don't need to hook up a 360 or a regular xbox I can just kind of play everything right there. And that's what's nice uh, about that. Same with like a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, all those. If you have like one of those Retron 5s, you just put one there. Boom. Saves you, can you do a lot all of energy. Saves a lot of shelf space. Now, so, of course, um, the thing to remember is that with the Xbox backwards compatibility, it's not blanket, right? There's no. just a very small, they, they keep adding new games over time. But because of the way that they're doing the uh the emulating you know and uh, it it takes it takes some time and yeah. it's not everything but what you get from that is quality so for example uh the majority of the games anyway that I've I've seen them uh come out with backwards compatibility are well they look better but I mean the games they choose right like they're like they listen to the community a bit they see what developers they can work with or if licensing is even still available and shit like that, and then they make sure that, you know, the games that are being chosen aren't, you know, some of them are vaporware, but most of them are, like, mm-hmm. games that people actually give a fuck about, right? And yeah. that's, and that, so you get a little bit of that benefit where it's, you know, maybe it doesn't, uh, the, the, the hot fire that was the Doritos challenge arcade game might not work, but uh, maybe you get, uh, maybe you get, like, something like Lost Odyssey, which eventually came uh, around to being backwards or compatible. Jet Set. Yes, that is as well, I think, actually. So those two games, I've already—that's like eighty percent of what I give a yeah. fuck about uh, on those two consoles. And they've got Mist. They've got uh, Mist Revelations or whatever. Um, for oh, the, the fourth Xbox one. Yeah, well. the fourth one was on the Xbox, wasn't it? They yeah, did a release on that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it for fifty cents at a yard sale. So. <sighs> I've got it on the PC still. I've got all my boxes. Uh, but it's a. I'm probably gonna wait for that that Mist, whatever twenty fifth anniversary thing because. Uh, after doing the the virtual computer to play the the old ones, I I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, you know I'm gonna wait Good for that life one. Choice. Good yeah. life choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Overwatch. I played some more of that last night, and man, oh man, I want to like that game. I swear to God, I do because I do like I do like it. I, I, I you know uh, uh it's. The characters and shit are all just so good and unique and awesome. Like, yeah, I like, I like it from that regard. And I want to own statues of Overwatch characters and shit. Like, I want to, like, I like it. And I like watching the Overwatch League. And, I, and uh, you know, other than, which we're going to talk about here, other than the fuckboys of Overwatch League, that's fun to watch. Uh, and, and it's competitive and, and, and it's great. 
but my god, does it drain the soul from your body almost as bad, if not worse, than League of Legends drained the soul from my yeah. body years ago. Um, yeah. And uh, so that's the segue into this because old old daddy Jeff Kaplan came out and was having a little chit chat with the with the children. He said, "All right, guys, look." The toxicity is a little real. We need to dial that shit back. You guys are at an 11. We need you at a 4. Uh, it's getting to be a little bit too much. And it's actually so much that we're, and we're spending so much time on this trying to figure out ways to combat it and to curb this shit from happening in games that it's actually taking away from the raw development time of the game itself properly. Like new characters, new maps... Stuff like that, because a lot of energy is being put into it. Because I, I have to imagine a lot of young people are playing this game, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna commi- I'm gonna commend Blizzard to a degree because I haven't seen them wield the the hammer too aggressively yet. Everything that they've made, move wise for bands that I've seen, have been you know like the thumbs up moments. Like yes, I agree with what you just did. I haven't seen them do things like Riot did with League, where there are people just getting banned for some of the stupidest shit. Like I think the 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 best example of Riot's fuckery was when. Uh, that guy who had an account, and he did he played nothing but Singed, but he played like a variation of Singed that nobody else played, and it was completely against the meta, and everyone thought that he was trolling in every game that he was in, and they'd report him. But he would fucking carry the shit at every single game, because he was a Singed god. You know, some people are just fucking good. Like, you're like, oh, they're not meta. Fuck you. I'm just good with this shit. Come at me. It's like in StarCraft. Yeah, come at me, bro. It's like StarCraft. Yeah. There were players who would do things that, technically speaking, nobody should should do because it's bad. But they're so fucking good at it that it doesn't matter. Just uh, And so this guy was like that. And, uh, and if you watch the videos that existed for that, he was a fucking Singed god. He w- I would have raged. I was on the other team. He was way too fucking good. He never died. He'd like be running into the fountain on the other side, just trolling people, fucking throwing them, killing everybody, and just people were raging. But his team was also raging, like motherfucker, do your job. And meanwhile, he's just owning the entire other team. And so eventually, Riot got enough shit to the point where they just flat out banned his entire fucking account and gave him no recourse. They didn't let him talk his way out of it or anything. And there was this big discourse in the community, like, are you serious? Somebody's actually playing the game not being toxic in the game, doing something unconventionally, but that's pretty fucking cool. It's nice not to do the same shit every, you know, and come across the same stuff, do something new, and you're going to ban the motherfucker? Like, seriously? Probably what happened, probably what happened is is he'd get in the game, he would, like, run up into, like, the enemy's base, do some crazy shit, and the team (laughs) was like, this guy's a fucking troll, fuck you, dude, like, and, and then realize, holy shit, you know, they're spending more time with this guy. I'm starting to win my lanes. Like, yeah, look at me. I've got three kills, motherfucker. Yeah, get carried, bitch. And the next thing you know it, they think that they're the ones carrying him out of a game, but ultimately <laughs> he's the one creating the chaos, which yes. is allowing them to to, to, to play well or, or to, or to win. Them. And then they just report him like, yeah, yeah report this Singed. He got carried. Fuck you, Singed. Yeah. And, and then when there was enough reports... Uh, Riot probably didn't look much into it. They're probably like, oh, okay, this is probably a problem since you know eighty mm-hmm. percent of the games this guy is in, people were complaining about uh, the way he plays and just banned him. That's, but what, but I, I don't think he ever got unbanned. Like despite the fact that this blew up fucking big, like people were like, Riot, are you serious? This I don't. Was, think this Riot was like gives, this Riot is front page Reddit, whatever. Yeah, this, and this care. was a, this was like at least I would say a year and a half, two years ago when this happened. Maybe two years ago now. But, you know, that's my, my example. So when it comes to Overwatch or, or Blizzard in general, I haven't seen too many instances of Blizzard overstepping the line. Yeah, they do some questionable shit now and then. But 
I can appreciate what they're doing with Overwatch because if they can figure out a way of at least minimizing it a little bit, then I'm I'm all fucking for it. Because, you know, it's one thing, you know, as a streamer to just be screaming at your team or whatever when they can't hear you. It just so happens that you're on the stream or whatever. And that's, you know, it's unfortunate. And depending on who you are, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But it's another thing to be like actively, constantly, every game just being an idiot with your team and just like yeah. just screaming at people I, and cussing them out. I absolutely and, raged. Yeah. I actually think that I have raged some of the some of the hardest on Overwatch than I have in any <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. In StarCraft, I I rarely rage and I never rage at my opponent. Usually I'm just yelling at myself, complaining about balance or yeah, yeah, calling yeah. somebody a tryhard or whatever. In Overwatch, I will call you a fucking cuck. Like over voice <laughs> and call you a bitch. I'm surprised you haven't gotten you fucking suck. banned yet or some oh. shit. Like oh, I thought banned. for sure. I mean, there was one day I went off. I mean, I was fucking going nuts. <laughs> um, just went fuck, deleted my VOD and everything. I was so fucking mad. And I thought for sure that my stream was going to like report me because I, because, you know, even, even in the back of my mind, I, you know, after I'm done, like just laying on this, like, you know, there's like a 12 year old. It's like, like after you know, you're fuck done, you, man. <laughs> we don't need another DPS. I'm like, shut the fuck up and hit puberty, you little fucking cock. Like, you're so bad, bro. You're fucking bad. Get carried, bitch. Fuck. Right. And, and I mean, I probably was worse than that. Honest to God, I'm just saying it's good and funny. And then when I'm done, I'm just like, okay, I'm probably going to get fucking banned for 24 hours or something. Might want to dial you know, it back I'm, a bit. I'm going to dial, you know, I'm starting to feel bad <laughs> at the end, at, at the end of it. It's I'm like just when like, you're you know, done that's watching, not me. It's like when you're done watching porn and you're like, you look down at yourself and you're ah, like, what have like, I ah, done? What did I do? Yeah, what did I feel so dirty? <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was pretty much, that was pretty much me. I mean, I was already like kind of in a bad headspace while I was playing it anyway. Like of course. in a bad mood and shit. Of course. So it didn't help. But when you, but when you like... In Overwatch, you just deal with so much bullshit, and it's and it's always, and the thing is, is it it's usually comes down to the wire in Overwatch a lot. Like there's a lot of overtime, so you're always kind of on edge, and you're always disappointed. Like there's always like this. That's my one biggest moment. gripe with Overwatch is that yeah. when you win, you don't really get you like a lot of. You don't feel particularly great, but when you lose, you want to kill oh, somebody. You're, you you're fucking salty because <laughs> because almost every game is winnable. You're like if you would just fucking group, like just wait until our team fucking respawns. You fucking cock. Play and it's the like, objective. You start the game. You start the game and 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 dude, I get mad. This is how fast I get mad in Overwatch. I get in the lobby, I'm like, hey guys, how's it going? And then I hear, hey man. And I'm going, fuck! <laughs> Jesus, fuck! I got another goddamn 12-year-old! It's game over. It's fucking game over. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go Widowmaker. It's like, you know what, man? Go fucking just... You do what oh, you, you do man. you. Just it's, it's bad, I gotta turn off. I gotta turn off voice chat, man, because it just I wish it rages it, me. You know, part of me thought that by this point in Overwatch's life that, you know, the community would mature. Not necessarily in terms of age or whatever, but you know, the longer a competitive game exists, the 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 average level of game IQ in the player base, even if they're new, because they get to ex- get exposed on streams and in you know, other media before they enter the game, that they would have some semblance of an idea of what the fuck they would be doing. And and Overwatch is not complicated in that it's an objective based game, a team objective based game. So mm-hmm. you know, other than other than you know, a backdoor people like Tracer or or like a Sombra now that the buff, she's a god. 
You know, they occasionally you go in the back, you do some shit, you're a Genji, whatever you, but what everyone else is fucking together, working together as a team on the objective because it's an objective fucking game. Yep. And, uh, and people play team deathmatch and people play team. And that's the problem. And I don't know how at this point in Overwatch's lifespan, it's still so rampant, even in like platinum and diamond. It's crazy. I don't understand it. It's like, if you want to play deathmatch, just play a different video game. Just go play. Make a death match, uh, you know, make a game, I guess. a mode, make a mode where kills matter. I guess. Right? But maybe they're trying to avoid that because they don't want to go down that road. Just, you know, but it, it's just, I don't understand how it can still be that way. I, I, you know me, I play, I play I tank main and healer, so I play a lot of Reinhardt and D.Va and shit. And I'll have matches where I literally... Like, if you look at my Ryan, and you can freely, anyone listen to this, all right? It's Nova War on, on a hashtag 1316, okay? You want to look up my stats as, like, Reinhardt or whatever. You look at the average time my ass is planted on that fucking point, and it is going to blow your mind. Because there's not a lot of people I know that at the end of the game, they look at their stats, and time on the objective is over three fucking minutes. My ass is sitting on that. I set up a tent. I have a barbecue. I have a family, I raise it, I send them off to fucking school, they come back, they take care of me in old age, and I die on the fucking point. <laughs> and I got people running around with their fucking heads cut off, trying to pull some shit that pros don't even do. They're not even mimicking pros, they're just bad. I don't understand the fucking logic. Just sit on the point and win the fucking game. Like, I, uh, the other day I was playing and I, and I, I had... We okay, so the the uh, what map was it? Junkertown, and it was the last point, you know, where you're inside or whatever that that building at the very end of the map, and uh, we had on this great run, pushed it all the way to within uh, like three feet of the fucking end, because I did an earth shatter, I got four to the six, I I fucking dove in, I killed two of them, and we managed to get it all the way to three feet. But since it's a two, you know, since it's Blizzard. The respawn point is four and a half inches away from the fucking point. So somebody walked out drunk and stumbled onto the point and the game <laughs> continued. All right. So we get we get dummied because nobody has any staying power. So we just completely got dummied. And eventually we get pushed back. All right. I go in again. I build up my alt because I'm in gold. Actually, I'm, oh yeah, I'm in gold. So people are bad. So they let me just fire strike in a line and hit like five people. And so my alt just fills like fucking instantaneously. This has got another earth shatter. All right. So this time, I do what I call the Reinhardt Inquisition. Because nobody ever fucking expects it. And I go up on the side, and there's those moving platforms. And I Reinhardt my ass up to that moving platform. And I'm looking down. There's Arissa and everyone all, they're trying hard and fucking whatever. And I jump down, and I hit my cue in midair. And it's like a fucking out of a movie. And you hear hammer down, and I'm fucking 30 feet in the air. My hammer hits, and I fucking hit every goddamn son of a bitch in a single hit. And they're all fucked. And my team, dicks in hand, pissing in the wind, all got wiped. And we still didn't win the fucking match. Get so fucked. I did it a third time. And we still didn't win. Three. In three minutes. Three earth shatters. Three minutes. Almost every one of them were the entire team. I think the least I got were four of the six. And we couldn't once put that shit together. That's Overwatch for me. And I want to pull what, you know, fucking hair is still on my head out. Every time I fucking do that. And it's and then you win, and at the end you just you still don't feel good. You're like No, no. You're like, all like, right, well we made it. It's like it's not worth it. You're just like fuck, man. Just so, fuck. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, but we're yeah, we we are definitely salty now. The difference is I can't bring myself to to get too angry at people in voice chat. I'll tell I'll tell them I'll, 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 if they gets real bad, I'll just tell them they're fucking bad, and then I'll leave the game. But I can't yell and scream at them because I just feel bad because some of these I people can. are just oh, I, can't I can't do it. I'll scream on stream, but I can't yeah. do it to them. I can't bring myself to that. To I to, enjoy to do doing that. it to them because I like I like. <laughs> I like listening to them squirm, you know, and 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 come come back with some just horrible comebacks. It's like, oh, good verbiage, <laughs> right? That's one guy. One guy said that to me. Good dude, verbiage. Fucking, you used all the four letter said, words in and one sentence. And he actually sentence. said it like that. He goes, mm, "Someone's testy." Good verbiage, and I'm like, "You." <laughs> we clipped that shit and everything, bro. For good for like three verbiage. days straight, everybody would just come in and say, "Good verbiage." It's like this guy, man. Fuck you. Good, good verbiage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't hate. It. I probably would have laughed at that. I would have. I would have probably said that right back. Is who the fuck actually says verbiage? Oh, I did. I would have said good I, verbiage to you saying good verbiage. Thank okay, you for that. Five, that thank you for was, that five dollar word. I pretty much call them every name in the book. I'm pretty sure that I could that I that I could say on Twitch without offending a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, on a lighter note, Mr. Black, Shaq Fu is getting a, is getting an update. Why? Why? Because it's, it's the year 2018 and everything old is new again. Uh, I just saw this. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. I thought maybe I had gone too far back in the news timeline and we hit April Fool's. But as it turns out on June 5th, we are getting a Shaq, it's called Shaq Fu Reborn. You can watch that video. There's no real gameplay in it or anything. I think it's just a bunch of like meme cartoon Shaq Fu shit. But it's happening. You know, I think I think a lot of this is just, you know, Shaq is is just trying to make as many paychecks as he can. I mean, Shaq is just about everywhere. I I I <laughs> I see more Shaq now than I have seen when he was like in his prime. Because he's in the esports now, bro. Did you see the NBA 2K oh, yeah. League, bro? Oh yeah, he's in everything. But did you it, did I, you see the did you see the draft? They did it like an actual fucking draft. They had a bunch of video game nerds sitting out like the NBA draft with tables with their family, and they had like the commissioner up front pull motherfuckers on stage to get drafted onto teams. That happened. Not and even Shaq, mad about and Shaq that. owns a team. I thought it was pretty fire. I'm not gonna lie. It yeah, looked pretty I'm fucking not, cool. I'm not even mad about that. But that's that's <laughs> Shaq, man. He doesn't Shaq is just everywhere, so good on Shaq. Am I gonna play Shaq Fu, the legend reborn? No. <laughs> but, cool but you should though no i shouldn't you should totally both of us should play shaq fu reborn i mean it oh. looks it looks like it's a good time i mean the original shaq fu was a was a masterpiece so why wouldn't we have an, a, a follow-up two-player two co-op i have no idea i would right, i would it, hope if so two-player co-op i'm i'm down all right if it's not then if no. it if the second guy isn't kobe bryant i'm not down <clears throat> <laughs> All right, Jeff, hit me up with a little jingle for movies and TV. Movies, TV, Netflix. All right, I'm going to be real with you. I have absolutely nothing in this category right now. I look through Screen Rant is where I go for all of my movie and TV news mm, because I can I can infinitely scroll, and mm. they put up news if if they can if they can write three words they on will. on a page. It's every it's 15 there. minutes. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I go there. 
Uh, and the most interesting thing I found was, it's a question, I'm gonna pose this one to you. Will Rampage, since it's in the same window of release-ish as Infinity War, will Rampage hold up? Does the rock star power have enough to hold up against the juggernaut that is Infinity War? Well, can we define what hold up is? Because, uh, I mean, it'll make money, it's gonna do really well. I think- Will the, I it make think- a bill? Or close to. No. Like, Jumanji pulled 900 mil or some shit. Does Rampage pull a bill? No. No. Does it beat Jumanji? Fuck no. Because Jumanji made a billion dollars. Where do you, where do you, where do you think Rampage falls? Uh, I think Does it it'll hit probably... Five? Mm, no. Oh. Uh, well, it might. It, it might because Rampage and the whole Chinese culture... Um, do Chinese people like The Rock as much as we yeah. do? Yeah, okay. they do. Okay. Um, Chinese people like black people a lot. Um, it's the hair. Could <laughs> 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 you know? I I don't know. I actually don't know how well Rampage will perform. <laughs> it'll open up. It'll be number one. It'll open up number one on its week for sure. Sure. It'll probably. I would say it's probably going to open up like fifty million. Opening weekend. Because they pushed it uh, back to get even further away or whatever from Infinity yeah, from, War, didn't uh, they? Well, that's just because... Well, they 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 did because Infinity War moved up. So they wanted mm. to get they wanted to get away from it a little bit. So they all... T- um, they, they, they stepped back with Infinity War, basically. Yeah. They just kind of shifted themselves. Um, that when Infinity War comes out, Infinity War is going to destroy everything, right? Mm. It's going to be like... It's going to absolutely just wreck for weeks for... for until like Deadpool comes out or something, um, but it'll do well. I mean, he'll it, it it'll open well. It is it gonna make a billion dollars? No. The reason why Jumanji made a bill, um, I do believe it crossed a billion dollar mark. Um, it's still in theaters right now. Like it's still in Damn. fucking theaters, dude. Did it do well in China? It did well everywhere. Okay. Yeah, it did well in China. It did well in in North America. It did it did well everywhere. Um. Yeah, I had like the like I think the longest number one streak in the theater since like Titanic or something. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> dude, Jumanji, Jumanji. I mean, I knew it was big, but that's ridiculous. Number dude, one it, for that long. Damn, it was massive. It was number one for weeks. Did like, you see it, it? Did you end up going to see it? Yeah, I saw. I saw it. Um, it 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 made just so much money, and it's it's just a fun movie. It's a good time. But the main reason is is because it it opened in a time where there was no big openings. So like it was this perfect time. Um, I mean, there were some movies out, but there was nothing like Avengers coming out. Like we're, mm. we're now in like movie season. Peak. We've got, season like, yeah. Avengers come in. We've got Deadpool coming. We've got Jurassic world coming. I mean, we've got some big blockbusters, so there's no way it can, it can do it, do the same run, but it, I think it will linger in the theaters for a while. And uh, but I also think the majority of the money that it's going to make is going to be in the first two weeks. And he's, then when he's Avengers got another, comes out, rip. he's got another one this year too, doesn't he? Like in the not not like skyscraper or some something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's like a diehard type movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing until I read it paired with the article about Rampage because I heard yeah. about Rampage, but I didn't hear about skyscraper. Yeah, because um, they're they're not campaigning on. Obviously, he's focusing a lot on Rampage. Mm. Um, it's it's tracked. It's it's it. 
the critics are saying it's it's fun. It's a good good rock movie. Okay. So you know we'll we'll see what happens. But I don't. Th- it Jumanji also had other co stars in it, right? It had right, Ke- yeah, uh, Jack Kevin Black, Hart, Jack Kevin Black, Black or Kev- um, Kevin Black, you know, Jack Black, Jesus, yeah, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Black um, is his cousin. So you know it had it had a nice cast. Yeah. And uh, and it's also Jumanji, you know. It's it's mm. it's it, it's something it had a nostalgia that, attached nostalgia to it. Nostalgia yeah. thing. It was just a family friendly movie. Rampage is, isn't as family friendly. Um, it's you know it doesn't have that 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 star studded lineup, but it'll do well. It'll do well. It's not going to hold up against Infinity War. Once Infinity War comes out, it's just going to murder. It's gonna it's just going to kill like box office records. I think. So what we'll comes see. after Infinity War in the Marvel universe? Like, what's the do we do we have what's um, I, already yeah, slated? Um, yeah, I think Ant Man Two's coming out. Like okay. the Wasp and Ant Man. I think okay. uh, Deadpool comes out. Um, but I mean, in terms of like the the uh, extended Ant-Man. universe, like the, uh, Ant- or whatever. Ant Man's coming. Okay. Um, uh, I know Black Panther Two is is obviously going to happen, mm. but then they've got Infinity War Part Two, right? Oh, it's a two parter. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a two parter. Okay. So you know the first half, someone's gonna die. Definitely, of course, of uh, course. One or two Avengers are likely gonna kick it, um, and and he he's probably not gonna get all of the stones, or he'll get all of the stones, and then that towards starts the, end of the, movie, the second and movie, and then it'll and then it'll go to the second movie, or some something catastrophic will happen. Well, you got there's a cliffhanger we'll of some kind coming. We exactly. just don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Captain yeah. Marvel. That's right. Captain Marvel's coming out. Oh right, um, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. She, her movie's coming out too. Yeah, yeah. So that, I guess that's actually going to be the next big one. Um, that that'll come out, and 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 rumor is that she is in Infinity War, but not. Uh, you know, at the beginning we were hearing she was going to be in the movie, and now I th- people are thinking she's going to be in a post credit scene. That's where we're going to see her, or they're going to uh, refer to her, or she might make a quick appearance. Towards the end of the first one, well, uh, they've done are, they've done that a couple times, right? So, like yeah. with other characters, right, where they do like the little introductory here here yeah. for like a few seconds, but not really playing a major part in the movie, and then their yeah. actual she's, movie. I comes think she's up. gonna have a big part in part two. Mm. So we'll see. So, but but yeah, is her um, movie in between? Yeah, those two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and are they one? Are they one year after the other, or are they closer than that? Uh, I think part two comes out in 2019 uh, or okay. 20, uh, 2019 or 2020. I'm not sure. Um, her movie comes out. I, I don't know if it's uh, if it's coming out the end of this year or it's early next year. Uh, let me see here. Captain Marvel uh, release date uh, 2019. Yeah. So it's next next year. And I wanted to say Infinity War Part Two was uh, might might actually be uh, maybe it's sure. an early I'll, I'll maybe it's it an maybe it's an early twenty twenty or some shit. I thought it was twenty twenty, but then again, that does seem kind of late. Far. Yeah, it does <laughs> seem like uh, does seem no uh, coming in twenty nineteen. So May third of twenty nineteen. So Cap Marvel must come out in. Uh, like I would probably early? say. No, I well no because they they don't release big movies like that in January. So I would say it's probably gonna be March, okay. a March or April release, and then we'll get Infi- Infinity War Part Damn, Two. Damn, running May. running so, one right into the other there. That's gonna be a big, yeah, a big couple of months. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. Um, I'm gonna go check out A Quiet Place tomorrow. Okay, uh, which is a horror movie. 
Okay. Um, it's 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was 100%. Uh, I hear it is the most... Is that the one that's directed by Jim from The Office? Yes, and his wife, um, uh, Blunt, Emily Blunt, is yes. the co- uh, is the star of the film. And mm. uh, and he actually plays the husband in it as well. So he directs and like leads. Yeah, I just heard uh, about that the other day that he was doing it. And I, and I just found yeah. it... I, 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 it struck me because I was while I'm watching The Office right now while Gabs is away. She's not a big Office fan, but I mm-hmm. I, I haven't had a chance to watch like long stints of The Office, so I I've been watching it a lot. Fire show, by the way, uh, fucking hilarious. Uh, and his character, I mean, he he him and Pam probably some of the best chemistry two actors have ever had uh, on TV or movies. Period. Ever. Um, and so I was watching that uh, quite a bit, and then I saw that pop up that he was directing that, and I was like, "Excuse me." And starring. And then it was, uh, and yeah, and starring, and it's a horror movie, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> what? and uh, and and it's it's completely groundbreaking. Um, like the whole movie, there's barely any sound. Like there, there's no, there's very little dialogue. Like a lot of really? sign language, uh, oh. because there's these monsters. Oh, um, they don't want to hear. That's why it's if called you make, quiet if you place. Make any, yeah, if you make any noise, they come kill you. Uh. So even when they're taking steps, they put like flour and shit or, or something on the ground and they step on things that mm. so that you can't even make noise on the ground. Like even when they're walking through the woods, they, they don't step on leaves or anything. Everything's done in like sign language. Um, even when you're hearing things in the house, it's everything is open very slowly. Um, and apparently if you have a good theater... And people are quiet. You can ev- you can hear people like eating popcorn and shit. Like, and then when shit gets real, apparently, like it 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 just heightens everything. Well, like when you're there so is used noise, to silence. Yeah, when there is noise, it is loud and and um, there you can't even scream. Like they if they're if they're scared, they can't scream. They can't yell. They it, it's uh, it's apparently like the best. That sounds like film. that sounds like fire. In years, like that people like are ranting. I would have loved to have seen it tonight, but we got this. So uh, I'm going tomorrow. I, I cannot fucking wait. I-, I love a horror movie, but this critics, every single critic is like giving this a five out of five, like they're 10 out of 10, like a what groundbreaking time, what time, performances. What time are you going tomorrow? Because I'm booked in the afternoon, but. Uh, I'll go whenever. If you want to go, uh, yeah, I'll yeah. go with you. I'll go with you at like, you know, seven o'clock show if you want to yeah, go yeah. or, you know, whatever. But apparently, dude, it's Fire! Oh, I'm I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely. And Kayla down. works tomorrow, so I'm like I'm going. Uh, yeah, she's, she, so I'm like I was gonna go by myself, but if you oh, want to no. roll, I'll, I'll, let's hold, you, I'll go. hold you. I'll hold your hand. We'll watch. We'll watch this gym movie together. It'll be lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I hear. It's, I hear it's awesome, man. I when I saw awesome. the Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, "What is even happening right now?" Jim from The Office is is directing and starring in a horror movie, and it's got ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, how many reviews are in for that? Like, is that an actual like? Yeah. Um. Like critics, hundred and twenty eight critics registered on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And, well, it's uh, gonna be good then. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like every like critics that I respect, all almost perfect. It's, Does it, it's now? This is really perfect. early in the year, but but and it's a horror movie. Does that mean that it's kind of maybe talked about Oscar time? Do you think uh, it, it could happen? I, well, you never know. Uh, I I you never know. 
Um, not maybe not know. for like not obviously not best picture, but w- in terms of like maybe just how they did the film. Like there's a thousand categories that I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what it would be. I mean, obviously, I don't think it would probably. Well, you never know. It might might even go into sound design or yes, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Something along um, those lines, maybe so, something along those lines. But I hear it's it's very atmospheric, and when shit gets when shit goes down, the, the, a, a, they they say it's it's almost like a it's like an experience. It's kind of like mm. one of those things that you're you're you've never seen before in a movie like it's just it's it's quiet like you don't fucking hear shit and then it's boom so i think that is uh i think it's such a dope idea it's not something you'd want to see all the time no but of course not for for an, it's almost like the blair witch experience like the first time the handheld yeah, yeah, camera yeah. shit it's it's almost like that so it's a breath of fresh air and usually horror sucks but emily blunt's incredible yeah. Um, so, you know, let's go. I'm fucking, I'm ready. Yeah. So there's that movie and, uh, and also blockers with John Cena apparently is hilarious. It's got an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is good, good for, for a, a, a cheesy comedy, you know, starring over John Cena already in on it. <laughs> um, audiences are loving it. Like audience love it even more than the critics. And um, and apparently it's it's got a completely American Pie feel. So it's it, it feels like the it feels like American Pie movie. Oh, so OK. The, the way the the way it is like the um, the realism to it and and just uh, the the jokes just are, are very real and they 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 just can resonate to the crowd. It's very relatable comedy uh, and it's apparently just hilarious. So I'm go, go John Cena. So, yeah, apparently that's that's really good, too. So nice. uh, so so far, the uh, the the movies, the summer movie season is off to uh, a good start, a decent start. Yeah, not bad. So that's pretty much it. Ready Player One was awesome. Uh, saw that. That was. Oh, right. Yeah, I heard I heard uh, pretty good things about that. As long as you didn't read the book, apparently it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, some people that read the book uh, didn't like it because it, it changed Which quite is, a bit. That it's um, rarely that that's not the case, though. Yeah. I mean, you got to do some of those things for for movie, right? Mm. Just some things don't translate well. Still did really well. Um, did well in the box office. Uh, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, which ain't half bad. Uh, the best Spielberg movie I've seen in a very long time. Um, and the best video game type movie I've ever watched. So I, I loved it. I, I never read the book obviously, but I absolutely loved the movie and just, it's, it, there's so much pop culture in it. It's ridiculous. Like there's, there's movie related shit in it. There's ton of video game related stuff. Like there's tracer from overwatch is all fucking (laughs) this. There is a lot and it's, and it's clever. It's like a, it's like a mystery. Like you're 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 trying to find these. Basically, the premise of it is um, there's a the the oasis. I won't spoil anything, but the, yeah, the yeah. plot is there's an the oasis. Like the the world that you live in, that we live in, mm. is run down. It's fucked up. Um, you don't even really want to be part of it. And so people escape into the oasis, which is like a virtual reality. You put on these things and you can be whatever kind of avatar you want. If you want to be like an anime avatar, okay. if you want to be more of a realistic. An- uh, so like, this, is, all- this is second life. This is literally like the dream. Like this is <laughs> this is a this is you can do whatever you want. You can be whoever you want. Um, it's, it's, it's cool. So and there's a level up thing. So you go around and you kill um, other people or 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 um, monsters, and you you gather gold, and with the gold you buy in-game items. So there's like huge stores, and you go in and you you deposit your gold, and they'll give you like 
a new suit or a new gun or a massive grenade that you only can use once and you got to save it for the right time or uh, or or a rollback thing where if you get killed you can roll back uh, so that you're and when you die your your avatar blows up and all your gold and all the shit that you've ever uh, grinded for gets dumped. So you lose everything. Oh. So when people, it was showing like people that would die and then they would kill themselves in, in real life because they're like, we lost fucking everything. Care. I lost everything. And they just fucking try and jump out of window. Oh. Um, you know, it's, I just, there's so much cool, like micro, yeah, micro transact, micro transactions. There's so much cool shit. And then it's all about the creator who created it, that right. created this world. He ends up dying and he leaves the entire world um, to uh, to a game where there are three Easter eggs that you got to find and solve the riddles for and clues and and you got to go through sort of these levels or you got to figure out this thing. I don't want to give too much, but if in whoever gets all three eggs gets the uh, ownership of the oasis and they basically oh, can. Shit. They basically can um, say if it stays or it dies or it gets changed or whatever. They own it, um, and the, the 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 guy gives his rights away to everything uh, to to those people. So there's so many Easter eggs in there. There's so much video game stuff. There's things that you'd be like, oh my god, they, dude. Even Twitch gets a shout out in there. Um, <laughs> like there, right. anything and everything you can think of, video game. Like people that love video games. Are gonna like it's it you pick up on I want to see it again because that you pick up on so much shit like like Kayla would just be watching and Kayla loved it but Kayla would be watching it and I see something and I'm going oh my god they really fucking just put that in like, like I get it some other people don't get it but as a gamer I fucking get it I'm like yes that is what we go through those are the things dude. It's fucking good, man. And IMAX 3D, you're inside the shit. Like uh, 60% of the movie is in the Oasis and 40% is outside the Oasis. Okay. You just want to be in the Oasis. <laughs> outside the Oasis. And although the story on the outside Oasis is kind of meh, it still works. But you're just like, get me back in there because it's so fucking cool what they do. You're just like, oh my God. Like, you know, you can tell Spielberg doesn't know much about video games, but he got enough of the stuff. Of what we do in he asked, there, that he asked enough relate. of the right people to make exactly. it to make it work. Exactly, and you can you can tell that a lot of companies paid a lot of money to have like their their property in there. Like you'll shit yourself. I don't want to give away any spoilers on what's in there, but you'll shit yourself on some of the shit that's in there. You're gonna go, no fucking way. Did they really get that in there? And these characters are like talking and fighting and killing and dying and you're just like what the fuck man this is crazy <laughs> it's dope it's dope it, does. it sounds good oh it's dope it dope. sounds good yep well, there you go dope. well there's uh there's there's that it's time to move on to tech support yeah first question i've got here mr black this is a uh a very topical question and uh i hope it doesn't have to be topical for a hell of a lot longer but it is this comes in from Duke, $130 lifetime support. Mm, thank you. Said with a bunch of states having legalized recreational cannabis and legalization coming to Canada this summer, do you support the move and why? If yes, what other drugs, if any, should also be legalized? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm for it being legalized, I think. Um, I think putting people in jail or fining them for smoking some dope 
is pretty fucking stupid. Um, you know, clinically, it has it 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 has been proven to help a lot of uh, diseases or or help the side effects um, and symptoms of a lot of illnesses. Um, tons, like just too many to even count. Um, it's it makes you feel good, you know. It's 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 uh it it doesn't it doesn't kill anybody. You know, weed does not kill anybody. The only time weed kills people is when people kill each other over weed. Um, so you know, or they get it, really stoned and go drive a vehicle or some shit and fuck. But that even up. still, even still, um, typically when people are high uh, at at the wheel, it's also been proven that they typically don't get in accidents. Um, it is they they. They're more paranoid. They're uh, more sort of alert. Um, they know they're high, and they know they're driving high, and they're they usually drive slower more than anything. Um, I, I they, guess I don't have a bunch of stats on it. I just yeah, prefer I don't, when, I mean, nobody, sit, when nobody drives under the influence of literally fucking anything is probably. Yeah, yeah. But I don't I mean, even want your I, ass driving if you're too tired, let alone no, fucking stoned. Uh, listen, th- this by any by no means, I think I've said this on the podcast before, uh, if you're high and you're driving, you're driving impaired, and you should be uh, thrown in jail for it. Um, You deserve um, the same type of punishment that if you are driving drunk. Plain and simple. You're impaired. Your thinking is impaired. Your your, uh, hand-eye coordination is impaired. And you should be in no no means uh, driving a vehicle. With that being said, do I think it's as dangerous as, as being drunk and driving... No, I personally don't think it is, but it doesn't make it any right. It's it it it's still um it's still, you know, not going to I mean, in high school, all those all the kids that would just drive stoned. I mean, everybody in well, fucking yeah, high school everyone was fucking high just all get the time. fucking high. I mean, even still today, the yeah, kids yeah. they drive around stoned. They're, they, oh, yeah. they you see the smoke coming out the fucking window. Go to a, they'll drive to a park or a baseball field and they'll just smoke a joint and they'll the leave, car. right? They'll, yeah. yeah, and then they'll just drive off like Nothing's happened, right? And to be fair, most people get high so much that they don't even real like they don't even feel high anymore. They're just doing it for whatever, <laughs> yeah. for whatever purposes. But whatever, that's for a different conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, there there will be people that are listening to this podcast right now that probably smoke weed and drive, and they'll probably try and rebuttal anything and everything that we say about uh, it being a bad idea. But I don't care. Um, you know, I I I doesn't make you a bad person by any means. I'm not like fucking, you know, putting you out to the cross. But I think if they are going to legalize it, they do need to punish people that are going. Because when you legalize marijuana, which is going to happen, more people are going to smoke it. They just are. They're going to be curious. It's going to be available at the liquor stores here. Um, you're going to be able to just go in and purchase it. I know for me, I don't smoke weed. But if it's legal and I'm at and, and I'm uh, having a UFC night and my boys are coming over and they're going to pick up some weed at the at the liquor store, which is crazy as that sounds. And I haven't smoked <laughs> weed in like fucking seven years. There might be a time where I'm going to go. You know what? Fuck it. You know, I, I'll, I'll you know I'll take a couple puffs with you guys. You know, just to you know be part of the the circle here. I'm in the comfort of my own home. Whatever. It doesn't mean I'm a a, a pot hitter. I smoke it. But I think a lot people a lot of people will have the same mindset as me, where they may become. Uh, casual smokers like or like you know once a month or once every year or they'll you know get high or fucking whatever because it's legal now you're not breaking the law you're in your own home you can go buy it it's safe it's regulated 
It just makes more sense. So with that comes more people that are going to smoke it and ultimately uh, attempt to drive. And I think that they really need to hammer down um, and, 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 and do the TV commercials as cheesy as they are, put them on the front of packs of, of weed packages, um, saying that, uh, uh, driving while under the influence of marijuana, whatever that influence is, uh, to people, um, is illegal and will be punished, uh, for, for doing so and can kill, um, not only yourself, but somebody else, no matter how good of a high you think you are at, you know, just like functioning alcoholics that can drink and not feel a fucking thing and do regular things that you'd never know. And trust me, I know some of these people um, got one of them you know, in my family, uh, a couple of them uh, mm-hmm. within my family uh, that you see them. They are drunk, but you would not know that they just drank 12 beer and are, you know, just functioning alcoholics you know you just wouldn't you just wouldn't know so those people can drive around not not that they're able to but you just wouldn't know and and those are the same most uh seasoned weed smokers are the same way they get high all the time and they're just used to being high um and that's it now they're i think the vast majority of people that smoke marijuana even now are responsible um with it they smoke it in the comfort of their own home or with their friends and they're not getting high and then jumping into their car right away. They might get high and then like an hour later, you know, when they're feeling off their high or whatever, then they'll go and drive. I think that's fine. Um, but then again, if they do get pulled over and there is that still in your system, even though you feel normal, you might get pinged at this point because they're going to start fucking hammering down. They have to. So I am all for the legalization of marijuana. I think criminalizing people for for wanting to get high um but not doing it for people that get drunk just seems fucking stupid and the government can make tons of money can fix up lots of parts of the city be tax it to all live in hell um it'll probably stop a lot of crime that is that is uh like little fucking petty crime that happens around here um, still, that'll always be there. You know, there'll be this kind of cush that you get on the streets <laughs> that, you know, whatever. But at, at the end of the day, you're not, you're probably not going to have a lot of these 16, 17 year old wannabe drug dealers, um, you know, slinging weed on the corner when people can just go and pay an extra couple dollars at the gas station and not have to risk their life or getting mugged, um, you know, meeting out with some, some sketchy drug dealer, um, or just, the activity of meeting a drug dealer or having one. Everybody has a drug dealer on their cell phone or knows somebody that has a drug that knows a drug dealer on their cell phone. It'll just be nice to not have those people on your cell phone. And if you want to get high, you just go to the liquor store or wherever to a dispensary and buy your weed. So I'm all for it. Uh, I'm for it. Um, at a base level, because if we're going to have alcohol, we might as well have that. Now, there are lines. I'm not going to say, well, if we have weed and we have alcohol, well, fuck it. Let's just make meth. Cocaine. Let's just make <laughs> meth legal. Fuck it. Just let no. it go. Uh, no. We'll sell meth in our liquor stores and it will be great. No, I, I don't think we need to go that far. But in the grand scheme of things... You know, it's a sensible it's a sensible step, and and it does make money for the government, and it does take some of the burden off of people who use it recreationally or otherwise, or make it easier for people perhaps who couldn't get their hands on a medical license for it that still wanted to use it to treat it because they found that it did a better job or they felt more comfortable with it. You know, there's a lot of up, uh, a lot of upside to it. I personally think the biggest upside to it is that uh, I can maybe hope 
to stop hearing people fucking talk about the weed culture bullshit so goddamn much. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like the most, like no offense, but motherfuckers, Jesus. Like, do you, you're like vegan crossfitting fucking, uh, you know, PETA activists. The shit's real. It's just any opportunity to discuss the legality and the stupidity of not having it be legal uh, is just painful. Fucking hurts. And just the, the, the constant just jammer and on about the shit on the internet, I mean, which I guess you're going to hear more of it than anywhere else, because in person, maybe, depending on your circle of friends, you might not have to hear it so often. But on the internet, it's just, like, been years oh, and years. Here's just, the thing, though, dude. It's going to get worse. For right. the, when it becomes, there, there will be when it like becomes a, legalized, yes. woo, people are going to be taking Instagram photos of their fucking, of their weed that they're well, about to smoke. Be, and that'll be like a, like, there's going to be a window yeah. of, like, a heightened... Everyone's oh, it'll be gonna everywhere. be like oh, it'll be, high, 19, right? it'll be 1999. Ha ha ha! Smoke my legal weed, motherfucker. Ha 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 ha! Four twenty. Like yeah, it's gonna be like a, a lot of that shit for sure. If, but I think that's a finite window, and yeah. once it becomes normalized, then it's not gonna be yeah. nearly as fucking bad. Like oh my god, it's just yeah. fuck. Stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody really fucking cares. It's like, and for some reason, these seem to also be the same people that like to talk about, you know, being like a, uh, oh, what is it? What is it called? Uh, when like you're a free person or whatever, the fucking, uh, where you, you're not paying taxes and shit because you're claiming that you're, oh, what's it called? Fuck. What, like you're Native American? No, 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 <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm no, not no, paying no. tax, bitch. No, no, no. Well, um, Oh, somebody in chat will help me out with this. I'm positive, but there it always ends up being like it's that and like conspiracy theorists and mm. like they all so they seem to occupy the same fucking space. Uh, but uh, Freeman on the yeah Freeman on the land, sovereign citizen. That's the one. So oh, I knew Smitty as soon as I saw Smitty. Smitty was there. He he got me. The sovereign citizen bullshit and like evading tax and crime. It all seems to occupy the same people's minds and just. I don't know. It, it, I know it's not everybody, but it, it is definitely up there with vegans for just shut the fuck up. Like so, you, so the 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 so, okay. So um, to add on to his thing, so I think we're both in 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 agreement that sure. Yes, this it's, is, yes, this, absolutely. This is, this is a positive there is thing. more. There are more upsides than there are downsides. And uh, and and I think we can both agree that I don't think any other drugs need to be added to the list. Uh, I know that this is this is no. this is as far as, I, as I she think should we're, go. I think we're good. Um, yeah. So so my my thing is is what are the downsides of of legalizing marijuana? I think most of it's just short term. The way that I look at it, because um, I look at it this way, uh, it's like you're. I'll call it the Catholic schoolgirl syndrome. Okay. So you, you got a, you got a, a, a girl that goes through like an all girl school who is, who is taught that like sex is the fucking devil. Uh, and, and, you know, you know, uh, just, you know, no sex before marriage. Don't even think about a dick, never rub one out. Don't anything just, and they're mm. so pent up by the time they leave Let and then the they, then they, then they get to the real world. No priests, little boys, they don't give fuck with girls. So you, then they get to the real world. And then they get exposed to all that, and all of a sudden, like a lot of them, they go from zero to a hundred. It's like when it's like when parents hold alcohol back from from kids for a long time, and they like you know don't no 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 it's it's awful it's gonna ruin your whole life. They go overboard, right? They mm-hmm. they do that. They scare they, people. They, they're they, trying to scare them. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to control control the almost uncontrollable. And then and it's then the kid happen. goes out and goes and then the kid goes out and and goes in the op the polar opposite, like the flip side goes yeah, to the extreme. Rebel. 
yeah. and rebels a bit, right? But yeah. it's more because they're interested because they're, it's like, don't touch the red button, right? So yeah. now that we're removing the don't touch sign, uh, there's going to be probably... Mm. You calling it a and, gateway drug? And No, 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 no. Just an overindulgence. It's going to be like, oh, yeah. like it's just going to yeah. be... Because uh, it's going to be everywhere, everywhere, right? It's, yeah, it's going to be... Everywhere. It's, it's going to probably be a, a case of, of a lot of people who wouldn't do it because it's illegal... But I've mm. always kind of wanted to do it. It's like they have. It's like they have the want to do it, but they don't. They don't have the ability to get around the fact in their mind that it's illegal. So once that gate is lifted, like that's that's what I can see. And obviously, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be as bad as going out and drinking a fucking Texas Mickey on your first night and just getting fucked. Like it's it's obviously not the same thing. But I think that's really one of the few the few downsides to it. Uh, and I think I think that like with anything that gets handed over for for government control anyway and 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 how they license it and whatnot some of the downsides to this might not be something that we can predict or even see for you know a decade like we're just not going to see it until it happens um there's always a downside to something there's like yeah. nothing nothing is just all coming up roses there's always yeah. a downside to it but I think for me, the easiest call will be that it's going to be like taking the veil off or whatever, or or you know, opening the floodgates on Black Friday and people are just getting fucking. And I don't mean that in the literal sense where people are literally kicking down the doors of dist- uh, of dispensaries, but like the the sense where uh, people are going to maybe go overboard on it and like there's always too much of a of a good thing, uh, one yeah. way or or another. But it's hard to say really because it is it is like I said, I think there's more upside than downside. I think the downsides are maybe just harder to to yeah to see yeah and it's like and, and it's funny because when you think about it and you, you try and weigh the pros and cons you go well, what's the downside of legalizing alcohol and you can think of a bajillion things right you can think of like so many things that you know can go wrong with alcohol but then people will make the argument well what's the difference between weed and alcohol Right. So, you know, they're both impairing you, Um, you know, hey, it's it's kind of like the whole gun thing. It's like, well, what's wrong with guns It's hey, there's stupid people out there that are abusing alcohol. They're getting addicted to alcohol. They're ruining their lives, their marriage, their their everything. They're drinking and driving and killing people. But I'm a responsible drinker. You know, I have a few Crown Royal on the rocks. I have a few brewskis at the end of my shift and I don't hurt anybody. Mm. So you've always got that sort of thing. Well, I think people with, will abuse with, everything, right? Of course, right? That's just the way she is. Mm. I think with with weed, it's it's even like even if you abuse weed, I think the worst thing that can that can happen to somebody is that they just become unproductive. I think what what this might do to our country is make people dumber. Um, and and as as blatant as that sounds, is if if Listen, we've already got kids eating Tide Pods and snorting condoms. And if you're coming up and you're going to be able to legally buy weed and you're just going to go like instead of parents buying alcohol for their children, they're going to go and buy weed like that's just it. And listen, I don't care what anybody says. I know one, you know, one of one of a couple of people, I'm not going to name any names, but a couple of very successful people in in my community are hardcore potheads. And these guys are geniuses. Right. They're fucking like absolute geniuses. Some the smartest people I've ever met personally, uh, very successful. Great. 
right? They're the exception. But there are a ton of people that smoke weed, and I know this from firsthand. I know a lot of people, and I'm sure you know a lot of people, that are potheads. And I don't care what anybody says, pot will make you lazy. Um, it will, it will, for most people, there are exceptions to any, to anything, but ultimately I think, uh, people are going to, um, this is a possible downside. I'm just theoretically, uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, um, I think that we could have a generation of people that just become very lazy. They don't want to, they just want to get high. They just want to smoke weed and melt in their chair or eat their gummies, um, chill out smoke smoke weed play video games be lazy um you know if they're already unmotivated they don't have a job and they're already unmotivated i don't think smoking weed is going to help your motivation to get up and do something kind of the same way probably getting drunk and drinking is not going to help your situation um but there is sort of this different type of acceptance it's cool to smoke weed at 10 o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the afternoon it's not cool to drink at 10 o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the afternoon. Typically, if you're caught drinking around those times, you got to make some sort of joke that, well, it's five o'clock somewhere or you're an alcoholic and you're drinking for for a purpose of getting drunk, right? There's not many people that are like, I woke up, I had breakfast, had a late brunch, whatever. I think I'm going to have a couple beer, you know, three or four of them. Um, Your your chances are you've got a problem. Like you need to drink. With weed, that's not the case. Weed, it's like, I want to get high. Like, I'm just fucking chilling. It's a Thursday afternoon. I want to get high or I'm getting ready to go to school. I need to get baked for this class because I don't want to be half. I just want to be whatever. And there's there's an acceptance to that. And I think when it is legal, there's going to be a lot of people. People that smoke weed are probably going to smoke it even more. Um, <laughs> and, and people that don't normally smoke weed are going to start smoking weed. And I think that it can create a tendency to, uh, to be... Uh, uh, a little bit more uh, procrastinating or being a, uh, having more procrastination in your life than what you're typically uh, used to. Now, there, w- there will be exceptions and not all people are weak minded um, or, or, or get that easily swayed. But there are a lot. I think that could well, be a down. Like we've already talked this we've this functional alcoholics. There's functional weed smokers. There's functional depressed people. Like, yep. You can find exceptions to many rules but when you start mm-hmm. talking in more generalities yeah i mean the odds the odds of finding uh any sort of appreciable majority that aren't going to end up like some of the folks that you and i would have known going to school um that were you know what you would call a pothead you know somebody who's not smoking it necessarily just regular recre- recreationally but just yeah fucking trying to be snoop dog or some shit, just chain smoking the shit like it's going out of style or something. Um, you know, that's that's a different thing entirely. Now that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, it is a it might be a bit of an extreme view to look at it that way, but it, you know, it, again, and that's why I say it's going to be it's going to be something that we might not see for a handful of years until yeah. it kind of comes to to fruition. And um, yeah, it. it it, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to fucking hear about it anymore <laughs> or like nearly as much. It's just because it, it's, it I think is. people are just going to show off their weed and take selfies and be like, yo, I'm high with the boys or smoking a bowl. A yeah. uh, lot of bongs. Like, listen, if anybody is investing in, into, into anything, I think investing into this whole weed thing, dispensaries or some kind of weed type 
something in the industry, uh, there's going to be tons of people getting hella rich off marijuana. There's going to be weed everything. Like, it, there's going to be a oh, movement. Of course. It's oh, yeah. going to be obnoxious. It's going to be like oh, yeah. Pokemon Go, but weed-wise yeah. for, for a while until it becomes cool. Like, oh, cool, you're smoking weed, bud. You know, it's like, you know, everybody's doing that shit. Like, you know, we don't need to see it. So yeah. We'll see. We'll uh, see what happens. Uh, but we'll, I, I'm, I'm we'll for see. it. And I'm, we'll, it is what it is. Maybe I'll get high one time for the stream or for the uh, for the podcast. Uh, yeah. You do you, boo boo. <laughs> Probably not, though. Probably not. It just doesn't it just doesn't appeal to me. Right. It makes me no. paranoid and I don't like it. Uh, that's, just, well, that's kind of the fucky thing. Like is that, it. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, if 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 I'm going to be if I'm going to be real, if I sat here, if I sat down and thought about it long enough. Right. Um, I'm just, I don't know if I want to say it cause it's just it's the internet. I don't know if I want to fucking say it. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking go for it. All right. Oh, I'm going to go oh. for it. Oh boy. If there was, if there was like a road that, that could be taken where, uh, people weren't already so adjusted to just having alcohol in their lives on a daily basis. And we already had this, obviously, in the Prohibition era, right? Uh, where even back then, with a much smaller population base, uh, people were n- none too happy about losing the sauce to get through their day-to-day lives, especially given, you know, the state of life back then. And it's not like life doesn't have its ups and downs now and people lean on that shit. Um, I'd just get fucking get fucking get rid of it, too. Uh, like if I could, if I could have like just no alcohol, no Adam weed. wants no guns, no weed, no alcohol. He wants us to be miserable. Just yeah, just you know, <laughs> fuck it. And then somebody would say, "But what about coffee? Because that's technically a dr- fuck it. I don't really drink drink coffee either. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Get, Get rid of coffee. coffee. Get rid of coffee. Listen, motherfucker, you ain't touching my coffee. It's my Second Amendment right, bitch. I, just... I want to be able to go to Tim Hortons and get my double double with a shot of vanilla, motherfucker. Yeah, you ain't taking my coffee, bitch. Exactly. I'm fucking voting Republican. You ain't taking shit. <laughs> no, I, I like I, I just I, I don't know because. I just feel like, uh, you know, I've got my liquor upstairs and I enjoy, I enjoy my beer and I enjoy my, my rum and my rye and I drink it straight. I'm not fucking here mixing fruity ass drinks and shit. I drink my alcohol straight. So I like it. I like, I I enjoy alcohol, but if I had a choice to get rid of it, then I would. Because uh, in that case, I feel like there's more upsides than on a societal level than downsides. Uh, uh, and at the very end, the word, because like, I guess the only counter to that would be, you know, outside of freedom of choice or whatever, which is obviously a, a thing that's always going to be a hot topic, is, you know, well, people, people use it to, uh, to help themselves along, you know, helps them relax or whatever. And I think all that means, all that tells me is that, is that, uh, there's a bigger problem that needs to be yeah, tackled. Of course, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if people are leaning on substance to, you know, and I'm not saying they become substance abusers, but if it's a, if it's a part of your life to the point where, where you're stressed out, so you insert thing here uh, during a, a time of stress versus uh, having the knowledge on how to deal with that without having to use uh, a substance of some kind, you know, obviously prescription drugs from, from doctors for very real imbalanced things, notwithstanding, then yeah, then that, all that tells me is that we have bigger problems on our, on our fucking hands. 
Um, so yeah, like in a, in a, if I could choose, like in a perfect world, I guess, uh, where where mental health and and education wasn't uh, like some sort of like fuck boy, you know, sloppy seconds uh, political movement, then uh, then maybe we could do that. But uh, and or maybe if that was solved people wouldn't be using these things for abuse and they would be just using them as because they like, you know, they, they like to just have a drink here and there. So there's a, there's a two sides to that coin as well. Um, it would solve its own problem because it's a symptom and not the, the root cause. So I don't, I don't know. I just, I have, I have, I have nothing against weed smokers, but of all the people that I grew up with that, smoked a lot of weed or were big into that culture or whatever. Uh, there are like two that came out as what I would, I would label a functioning a- adult uh, that I would trust my children around type yeah. thing. Right. And I don't mean because they're going to fucking kill my kids, but you know what I mean by that. Right. Like, cause they're not, and they're not really adults. Like you probably know some of them. They haven't grown the fuck up. They've just stayed in this weird, permanent state of, of that's fuckery. What I was, that's what I was talking the, about. The laziness in, in thing, terms right? Of, uh, I was, uh, yeah, the laziness of or it. Just right? the, just or just get... the, the kind of uh, <laughs> melancholy... Uh, it's, it's this like state eh, that you get you know, in whatever, yeah, this, this laissez-faire <laughs> fuck it shit right yeah, yeah 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 but that's also part of the culture of 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 a lot of weed smokers where it's yeah. just like you know what bro just fucking smoke a joint and just fucking chill bro <laughs> that's uh that's it but i mean i'm so out of touch now like i i, I don't even you know 10 years ago 20, 12 years ago i used to like hang around with a lot of weed smokers so i could see it firsthand i don't know if everything has changed now or what, but I get what you're saying. Uh, would, would I, would I get rid of booze? No. Um, cause I like booze, but then again, um, you can, I, mean, I, I do too, but, but no, I just mean like if we're talking about it. the legality or illegality I, of dude, it, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. actually, I actually agree with you. I yeah. actually agree with you that there is like, if you're using it to, to escape whatever, there's likely a problem that needs to be think, uh, solved. Um, but I, I, I feel like I can't, I can't say that like I can't not disagree with you because you can make the same argument with guns, right? You can yeah, you can course. literally make the exact same argument with guns like you well, know Well, I mean when you're uh, talking about mental health, it kind of encompasses yes. an awful fucking exactly. lot of things, yeah. right? It, it's yeah. not so something it's like that's... do we get rid of do we get rid of all the things that that responsible people enjoy exactly. because of mental that's, illness because of a few, yeah. right? And and it's it's a hard thing to uh to to do and and the, I think the right answer is no. Yeah, of course. Um, no you shouldn't, but there should be regulations and and laws around and that's why there are regulations mm. and laws on alcohol. That's why here you know, alcohol stores are only open for so long and why you cannot drive with so much alcohol in your system and why uh, all these things are in place because the law knows and we know um, growing up with all this that alcohol is dangerous. We also know that guns are dangerous. We also know. um, But here's the thing. We also don't want to acknowledge that weed can be dangerous, even though it, it hasn't even really been proven to be all that dangerous, right? So it's kind of this new thing where you almost you, you need we're to gonna find to, out. We're gonna we're gonna find <laughs> out. You need to you need to categorize it sort of the same thing as alcohol. Yeah. But yet but yet a lot of weed smokers don't want to admit 
um, that it is as dangerous as alcohol. And the question is, is it really as dangerous as alcohol? Who knows? We will find out when we legalize marijuana. Will there be more accidents? Will there be more impaired drivers? Will there be dumber people? Only time will tell, right? Only time will tell. But I'm we're for it, guys. Out. I'm for it. I'm for it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna find out. I mean, it kind of, yeah. I don't know. It kind of. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It kind of, it, it kind of all funnels into. Um, when you mentioned the, the the laziness or whatever, and somebody in chat said, "Well, this generation's already pretty lazy or, or whatnot," is is that uh, and you know my whole spiel about about other underlying problems and why these things are, are being used is that, uh, you know the the re- the reality is that uh, you know there are definitely there are lazy people in every generation. It's not it's not like lazy people just all of a sudden cropped up and said, "Fuck it, the millennials are going to be the laziest generation in the history of the world." Um, but. You know, and this is a little off topic, but uh, I read a I read an article, um, about it started I started because I saw an article about housing the average housing price versus uh, the increase in housing costs versus the increase in salary over time, starting from like the fifties or some shit or earlier, thirties uh, or forties maybe. The post-boom era, basically. It covered it covered everything post-boom. And you look at the graph and you, you get sad very quickly. Because around 72 or 73 when the computer hit and the productivity of workers skyrocketed because of computers because it allowed people to do a lot more work a lot faster. Um... Pay, pay didn't ever actually fucking scale <laughs> with with it. This was adjusted. So like all the, the it was an adjusted for time mm-hmm. inflation. Mm-hmm. So inflation. it wasn't like you were seeing mismatched yeah. shit. It was all the same. But then you look at housing costs and holy fuck, the line is like vertical. Yeah. And, and it's gotten to the point where when our parents or at least you know my my dad's uh, my dad and your dad are not that far apart but like let's say somebody who's in their in their mid 60s right so the my, dad, the, my, my dad's 55 He's yeah so it's, it's it's so it's pretty close right yeah. so because my dad would have been to his first home a decade before your dad probably is mm-hmm. what I, so mm-hmm. um in my dad's era we'll say the the cost of a home was somewhere around one and a half to two times their salary, their entire year's salary, okay? Full stop. So... The dream. You can you could get into <laughs> yeah. a house and have it paid off really fucking quick. You don't have a massive mortgage or anything like that, and that's why you could see the, the traditional family home of a single income earner uh, and have the stay-at-home mom for when the kids are younger, et cetera, et cetera. And then we, at this point in time, the average is like uh, somewhere around 10-ish times your income. 10 times your yearly salary, okay? Mm -hmm. Couple that with a bunch of other factors, like the fact that if you adjust for it, 
by the time we're 25 or 30, we're already making some 20 to $50,000 less than generations previous to us. You have a generation that is inherently just pissed off about fucking everything. And, and it gave me some perspective because, you know, there are obviously exceptions where some people complain but don't do anything to change their situation. But you're, the millennial generation, which is 22 years, so it spans, <laughs> it spans up to, I think, uh, like uh, 2002 or something along those lines, from 1980 to 2002, I think, is that, is that gap. Um, you've got an entire generation who has basically no retirement fund available to them, or the retirement fund that they have, if it is matched with the company to some degree, is basically nothing. Old age pension uh, here in Canada is a joke. Yeah, it's bad. The job market is trash and you're doing more work now by orders of magnitude than your parents would have or your grandparents would have for less pay while also trying to get a roof over your head that is between seven to ten times your yearly salary, getting a mortgage on that which means it adds interest, so you're actually paying out more than 10 times your base salary, not including a car or children or anything of that nature. And so you have the baby boomer generation complaining about a, a, a whole group of people who aren't apparently just doing what they did, which was, you know, I worked a summer job and uh, I paid off all of my university because they could. That's another thing, okay? They could work... They could work, what was it, 800 hours or somewhere in that neighborhood, 800 hours-ish. Well, we'll say 1,000 hours, okay? University done. Paid for. Okay? You've got to work. I mean, I only have to do the math for you. How long are people working <laughs> now to pay off? Their entire lives. Their, their university plus their house. And this isn't if people are going out to try and live a fucking super extravagant life. We're talking about people doing trades because they've now, it's no longer a case of, do I want to go to university? Well, no, like it became a cool thing to say, fuck university, go do a trade. You don't need school to get jobs. Well, that's sort of almost a thing, but not much longer because as some of the people that uh, we have in our lives are starting to discover is that everything has a license or a degree attached to it now. Even if you want to be in, like, trades, you're getting slapped with at least two years of schooling or some sort of equivalent, and you're, mm -hmm. and you're going to have to pay out for that. You're looking at, uh, you're looking at uh, a job market that is now somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% uh, software-based or programming-related or some sort of comp-sci equivalent. And because there was a time where you didn't have to worry so much about it, you could just waltz on in and be like, yeah, I'm a programmer, motherfucker. I've been doing it on my off time since I was 15. Well, guess what? Now everybody fucking does that. And now you need a differentiating factor. And the differentiating factor isn't, oh, I programmed a sweet website in my off time. It's, oh, you went to, you either went to a programming boot camp for $20,000 or you went to university and you got your fucking comp sci degree because the window of opportunity to just be the free-floating hippie fuckboy that didn't go to university because degrees cost too much money, well, now you got to have it to get a job in the vast majority of places. 
So you're gonna get reamed no matter what. You're into debt up to our eyeballs. We can't fucking afford children until we're like mid thirties, pushing forty. Uh, we we have almost no retirement. There's a very small portion of people, even in my position, who have a management degree that could go and at best here in Nova Scotia, for example you know, dream of making $80,000 a year when you need a combined income of over $100,000 in Nova Scotia to have two kids and be above the poverty line. I didn't, okay, I want to say it one more time. Above the poverty line. We're not talking about be middle class and, and go on a trip once every three years to fucking Walt Disney World. We're talking above Man, the poverty line. you're making me feel line. rich as fuck, bro. <laughs> okay? You are. That's the thing. In the grand scheme of things. Uh, I'm rich as fuck. I don't fuck. have debt. And, uh, I, and, I, and I made like 65 grand last year, which for this generation right now to have zero debt and make 65K in a year, I'm the top fucking 1%. I'm the one that those people are out there complaining about. And I'm sitting on a podcast in front of 84 people. Talking about the fucking situation. Oh, my God. So when you talk about legalizing weed and the alcohol thing and substance abuse and a generation lost in this fucking, like, whatever, is that that's the thing, is that we're going to legalize this and we might find out it's going to just make shit worse because we're already <laughs> dealing with a generation who can't fucking deal with their yeah. shit on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not that everyone got lazy, motherfucker. We can't do anything. You got yeah. people working four fucking jobs to just try and get into a shack on the side of the goddamn it's Walmart road. or McDonald's, bitch. Take you're seeing, your pick. Exactly. And you're seeing down yeah. in the States, you're seeing down in the States in like Oklahoma, teachers uh, teachers getting paid literally nothing while working in schools that look like they're a fucking like gulag and they have to do like to put on their janitor clothes at the end of a fucking day to go do janitorial work because there ain't a fucking janitor or some shit in the school. And then you're dealing with a system that won't give them, I don't know, a school that isn't just literally weeping asbestos and fucking kids shitting on the walls. <laughs> but we can give the teachers guns, I guess, as a fucking method of defense. Like, it's just like, and you're going to, you're gearing up another generation for even worse shit. And it's still because the baby boomers are fucking us with cactuses. It's crazy. It's fun, so, man. So the, the, the whole thing, I guess, for me with the weed thing for the downside is... You're dealing with a mentally unstable generation, which, by the way, the one after millennials is even fucking worse. And now you're handing them shit that's 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 now legal, which what I mean by that, what I talked about earlier, that short window of time where everyone's going to be going fucking like three sheets to the fucking wind. Fuck. That would be my concern. (laughs) Our kids are fucked. (laughs) Just Uh, look, trade jobs. Okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. Jubinator, trade jobs are not underrated, period. Trade jobs are hyped. And here in Canada, hype is fuck. Motherfuckers. If you can do a a trade here, you're getting a job and you're getting paid real well. You're doing it. Yes. But you still have to. But let me tell you. All right. Supply and demand. Okay. Eventually. That shit's not gonna. That's not gonna be the land of milk and honey for fucking ever. Yeah. It is right now, but it ain't gonna be forever. And if you're looking at the majority of the construction in Canada and in the states where condos are getting put up in places where there isn't even four people to put in the goddamn condo, <laughs> that shit's not gonna last forever. And you're not. You're not gonna be able to just be like Walton and be like, all right, well, I'm gonna fucking fabricate this nice little fireplace mantle for you there, and uh, you can pay me like a. Uh, you know, twelve hundred bucks, and I'll use some. Uh, I'll use some nice beach wood we got down the road there, buddy. But fucking going off to the races, like you're not going to be able to do that shit forever. 
Because eventually, if people look at it and see, okay, I can either take my five-year degree where I graduated fucking summa cum laude, 4.0 GPA, left that, moved to Toronto where all the highest-paying jobs in Canada are, and got fucked in the butthole by a big four company for $35,200 a year and paid fucking $60,000 just to have an apartment so I didn't have to drive six hours to get to work, people are going to flock to that shit and be like, yeah, I can do electricity, shit, fuck it, I can learn how to do that, I can be a plumber. Fuck it. But then there's going to be a, a, a dirge of people that do it, and then you're not going to get paid that much anymore. Unions aren't going to suddenly be able to just generate money out of their fucking asshole and just start sprinkling it around like fertilizer. you got to be able to fucking actually have the demand for it, and that's not going to exist forever, especially when we can't buy the fucking houses that everyone's in trade been building. So, yes, they are a good option right now, but don't don't think that it's just going to be the fucking just... Be all end forever. all solution for everyone is fuck school. Go build Just start houses. a podcast, guys. Start a podcast and hope that people did. head over to your Patreon and support the Patreon. I think it is time that we uh, we pull up the names and uh, we shut her down. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Keep paying us because you know I could be an electrician, but I I probably wouldn't be a great one. No. Keep me I'm out just of not it. even going to bother. My dad did a trade his entire his entire life. I prefer not to. So, if you can avoid it, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, CEO bonuses are getting fatter. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's the, that's the thing is that the baby boomers have have very much successfully completely destroyed the middle class. Just evaporated that shit. Doesn't even exist on a graph anymore. You go poverty and then you go millionaire. And there's like literally no middle ground. You're either friggin' eating like spare bread out of the fucking or bin lobster. somewhere, uh, or you're eating lobster, which ironically mm. used to be what the poor people ate. Mm, so, soon, so, so soon, so <laughs> soon, moldy ass crusty bread is gonna be the delicacy, and all the fucking poor people mm. won't even have bread anymore. How long has that bread been sitting? Mm, since 96. <sighs> That'll be $10,000 per loaf. <laughs> <laughs> if you smell in the mold, like it's fucking, like it's, it's got a heady nose wine. to it. Mmm, mm, yes, it's fruity, a fruity palate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's my thing. I I did. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I went on a big thing for that. Read a bunch of shit, and I depressed the fuck out of myself because it was like hot. You were damn. depressing me there for a second. Then I realized I'm not in that poverty line, so I'm feeling okay. Yeah, it's not know. like I'm not necessarily worried too much about me. I worry about my retirement because I, I, I am not, I'm not making so much money that I'll be able to get into a house and do retirement at the same time. You're 29, then, Adam. You're okay. You can well, figure y- this one yeah, out. You're yeah, a smart guy. The, yeah, no, I'm, I'll be okay. Like I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> fine. But like, uh, my question is, what am I? What by the time my kids are 20 years old, the fuck is the situation looking like then? Right. Like what if if this is if this is where we are now, we have to hope for some serious fucking catalyst to to change this shit for the better or goddamn. I I don't I have no I have literally no idea at that point (laughs) what 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 it's going to look like. It's going to it's going to take my concern is it's going to take another crash in order to make it happen. Um. I don't, I don't personally feel like I want to have to go through, uh, one of those. Luckily I was in university when the last one happened. Uh, and my dad had a, a great government job to, uh, kind of avoid that shit. But, 
that's not going to be the case for me. I'm not working for we the government. We were on welfare, so, you know, yeah, <laughs> we were exactly, on the opposite yeah. end of that spectrum. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, I don't really feel like going through that again, yeah. uh, personally. Uh, so, yeah, if we could avoid that, that would be, that would be lovely. Um, yeah. That's it. There's got to be a, there's got to be enough. a, there's got to be a lighter note to end on than that. Um, you can go to our Patreon and <laughs> throw some money. Keep the dream alive. We could do that. Uh, oh, there's got to be something here that's a lighter note. Hold on. I'm reading these questions. Like a short, snappy one. Uh, well, you better make it quick, bro. Because I've been holding in this turd for about Uh-oh, 15 prairie, minutes you're now. You're prairie dogging? Oh, All I'm right. prairie dogging. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll make it short and sweet. What's the soundtrack to your life? This comes in from Black Jimmy, by the way. 225 lifetime, like a god. God's plan. Oh, God. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you just said that shit. God's plan. I I don't know. I feel like... I feel like... there's two answers. There'd be like the, the, what would the literal one be? And what would you want your soundtrack to be, to be, you know what I mean? Cause like what you want it to be and what it might like in reality be would be like two totally different fucking things. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, I feel like, uh, like some, some like really low key, uh, lo-fi hip-hop shit would be, like, what I would like it to be, because it's just, you know, super chill, uses a lot of different influences from a lot of different genres, uh, and it's, and it's something that you can kind of walk to, you know? You don't want, you don't, you don't want literally just staying alive, like your, your John Travolta <laughs> getting a strut on. You don't necessarily want to go that far, but you want to have something that you can step to a little bit anyway, mm. uh, so I think maybe something, maybe something like that. God's plan. Get the fuck. God's plan is for you to take that shit here momentarily after I go to this end credit scene here and talk about our Patreon producers. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. That, yeah, that's the soundtrack to Twitch's life. Oh, that's going to be my soundtrack real <laughs> I, soon. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I need to get to talk about it. Next week, we'll talk about it. Oh, my God. Um, let me just go over to the website here real quick. Technicalalpha.audio, by the way, is the website. And you should go there. All right. Well, big shocker here. Same folks. Jetrix, who has basically paid for my children's education at this point. Postal Panda and, and Chico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was worried. We got Jetrix, all right? Jetrix is covering everything. I don't know what I'm worried about. Jetrix yeah. has got us. Uh, Derek P, Naley, Adam B, Jamaican J, Jorbach, Toad of Steel, and Matthew M. Thank you guys very, very much. Um, I do want to mention something. We ha- you haven't seen Retroverses in in a hot minute, and it's and it's because um, I'll take the heat for that one. My life's been a, a fucking whirlwind for about two straight months now. So I just have it didn't even cross my mind. I thought about it two weeks ago. I went, wait a minute. We haven't had Retroverses in. Quite some time. Well, technically, they did. They were getting um, uh, a Shadow of Colossus once so every like four. Of, once every like four weeks, they got an episode of that bad boy. Yeah, I, su- yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but it will be. It will be. It yeah. will be making comeback. Don't worry. We haven't forgotten about it. We'll do. We'll blitz a few extra when we get back into it to to kind of right. make up for for lost time. But yeah, it, it'll be coming back. It hasn't disappeared. Nope. 
uh, to, you know, to, to just clarify. Uh, and I guess that's going to be it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for, for coming by. If you're here for the live show, uh, thank you for, for stopping by as always. We appreciate it. If you're listening to us, uh, on the RSS feeds anywhere and everywhere, we also appreciate you in YouTube shout outs. And thank you for those who have been, uh, civil in the comment section since, you know, YouTube is the land of the peak of civility. We'll be seeing you guys, uh, next week. Is everyone here next week? Yeah, it should be. I think so. Yeah. I think Panic is currently, if you're wondering where Panic is, he's he's currently, I believe, at or en route to PAX. Yeah, I think he's there. I, thought, I saw yeah. some tweets, so. So, uh, so he'll be Usually back. I am, but I stayed home, so. Yeah. Uh, so he'll be back. We'll be back for a regularly scheduled podcast. Same time, same place, and when uh, we do see you, or until we see you is what I meant to say, I need to go eat and go to bed. Uh, have a good morning, afternoon, or evening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Peace! Peace!